the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Boards gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here, string. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. everybody welcome to the split line off-road podcast as always i'm your host rodney cooper and with me today as always right away here guys what is up today we have a sp- special guest in studio <laughs> second time in studio Devin masters what's up buddy i actually was able to make it in this time so yeah. we're, uh, we're tr- ready the truck called you in all the, the way it did not just half the way <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> what happened last time uh, when I got it back from the shop, they gave me like this big list of stuff that was fixed. So. Oh, oh nice. uh, you got to like those shops. The yeah. shop yeah. list, like, eh, you know, your tire need replaced, your alternator. It was. They it shut fit. off because your tires didn't have enough air pressure, huh? Uh, the lug nut was dirty. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> go. There you go. <laughs> you got to love those. Hey, we got a good episode coming up tonight, guys. We got Jay Shadron coming on the show. We got Thad Duvall coming on the show. I'm excited to talk to those guys. Oh, yeah. They got two cool stories coming up uh that not so much you know he's come back from injury so excited to hear how much progress he's made uh jay he's got a really cool story i'm excited to talk yeah. to him about but before we get any further we got to thank our awesome sponsors guts racing since 1985 they've been a leader in seat innovation and technology uh best in the business when it comes to seat covers seat foams you got them on your bike, yep. you got them on your bike, I got them on my bike, and you guys need to get them on your bike. Yep. If you guys don't trust us, trust people like Thad Duvall coming on the show tonight, yep. Joel Hetrick, who killed it at, down at Three Palms this weekend, yep. and uh, yeah, get yourself on board with one of those. We also got Seal Savers, the best fork guard protection in the world. Yep. The world. Yep. Yep, so uh, if you want to protect your forks, if you want to protect your springs on your ATV or on your side-by-side, mm-hmm. heck, if you want to tech, protect your forks on your mountain bike, right. uh, truck even, yep. you can do it uh, with uh, Seal Savers, and you can save 25% on anything on their website using the discount code SPLITLINE. Off-road, uh, capital S on the yep. split line. Yeah, so make sure you guys check those out for sure. We also have Sunstar uh, chain and sprockets, uh, best chain and sprockets made, oh, yeah. uh, made from Kate. I can I can never get it out of my <laughs> mouth what they're made out of, but it's strong. Case hardened steel. Case hardened steel. There you go. Uh, it is the best. Um, the best uh, uh, chain of sprockets out there for sure. Uh, we also got to thank our new sponsors, XC Gear. Uh, we just gave away a Mako 360. It's going to be on a TRX 450 yep. this coming weekend at the GNCC probably. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, so thanks to them for coming on board. Um, we also got to thank Mountain State Hair Scrambles. Devin killed it at the Mountain State Hair Scrambles this past weekend, yeah. uh, taking second overall with a bike that how much of the bike did you leave on the track? 
probably at least 50%, maybe 75%. Yeah. yeah, a couple tires, but, uh, steering stem laying out there, and he geez. still ended up finishing second steering overall. Stem. If they could know. bring back my lug nuts, that'd be cool. Yeah, did yeah. You, if you haven't got a chance, go to Devin's page, look him up on Instagram or Facebook. He's got slow motion videos where you can see major rear tire wobble. How much? How close to the finish line were you at that point in time? Uh, that was literally the last turn to go down the hill to the finish. Yeah. But I rode like a little over a lap with tired on that. <laughs> so the whole last lap, I was just like, stay on and we'll be fine. Yeah. It's but. a wonder that that lug nut or that that uh, stud didn't snap because snap. that wa that tire was wobbling like that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, oh, a lot geez. of good stuff to talk about tonight. We don't have any fantasy to talk about no. except for the upcoming fantasy, which you guys need to be playing split line, yeah. off-road, GNCC fantasy. A lot of people already putting them in. A lot of people already putting them in, hedging your bets early this week. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but because you know what's on the line for this week, What's on? Oh, the Sunstar Chance Brock. Sunstar Chance Brock is on the line this week. I don't even pay attention because I can't win. It's bullcrap. Yeah, you're not allowed to win. I know, it's bullcrap. You would have won, won the first one. I know. But I, you didn't. That's why I got mad and started <laughs> sucking it up a little bit. Oh, that's that's why you haven't won again? Yeah. Hey, I'm still in the lead, though. The yeah. Points. Devin, how, how are you uh, doing in fantasy? Uh, so I missed Florida and Georgia uh -huh. just because there wasn't uh, a whole lot of service, and I forgot <laughs> to put them in. And... I did last week, and I did okay with last week, so I think that brought me up a little bit, but I was, like, right around top 10 for last week's results, so yeah. as long as we can keep doing that. Yeah, you got to pick those guys that are right on, maybe on the outside of the Has top Devin 20. Has Devin ever picked himself? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. We get, we have a little segment dedicated oh, to this here in a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. yeah we, got, we, we have a pull-up for Devin. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, seen so, because, I mean... The thing is, is like, dude, you're, you're killing it on the stalker. You're killing it on, on, on the practice bike yeah. and, um, maybe having a little bit extra to desire on the, on the, uh, on the, the race bike. We, we were just talking about that for you came in late and, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> I did no, come late. That's why we, <laughs> <laughs> I threw you under the bus there. No, that's, that's why we're on a few minutes late. We so are, sorry, we were guys. talking about that. I was going to, you know, we we're talking to suspension talk, like yeah. try to help figure it out over there, but it yeah. sounds like you might have a plan. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so I don't know how long you guys want to wait into this episode or not, but let's since go. we're live, we might as well, like, let's, like, let's see it. what it's doing. Let's see. Okay, we'll see <clears> what the <throat> poll's doing. Right now, it looks like you're taking you're taking the duct tape machine to the uh, to the races. 59% uh, say take the practice bike. 41% say take the race bike. Hey. That is way more drastic than earlier because it was like 75 It was. It was. The, we'll see what point. it's at at the end of the show. If you guys haven't voted, go on our Instagram and vote now. You can't listen to those people out there. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what's best for you. Only you know what's best for you. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, man? Uh, you've been, I mean, since we've had you in last, you've raced three, um, uh, three local series, two X, uh, new East Coast um, XC series, and then one Mountain State, and you've gotten second overall in all three races. Yeah, I mean, uh, I keep chasing the Gator around, and somehow he just he keeps getting away every time. I need to <laughs> slippery uh, Gator, huh? Yeah, I gotta get something figured out there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what we'll do, but I was messing with him over the weekend actually uh, on Sunday. And I was like, man, I'm getting tired of finishing second to you. And I said, we got to do something. He said, what are you going to do, switch to Honda? I said, you know, whatever it takes to beat you, that's what we're going to try to do. Hey, so, I have a Honda sitting down in, in the garage. It has a nice split line logo on the side of it. If you want to take it to one of the locals and see, uh, see what it'll do. Well, I mean, I know I couldn't put it in the second place position. Somebody's got to Somebody, ride that thing. Somebody's got to ride it. Somebody's got to ride it. <laughs> I don't know. I got people pulling me everywhere. A lot of people want me on Yamaha. but yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the well, way to go. 
we'll see where it goes in the future. But uh, right now we're still in the Suzuki's. Maybe, uh, maybe someday. The Suzuki looks good on you. It's unique <laughs> anymore, really. Like, there's how many how many Suzuki's do you see on an average GNCC day? Like, probably two or three, maybe. I don't know. I think there's only 10 of them left, and I own half of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, turn around a little bit, uh, just so everybody's not looking at the back of your head. Just scoot your chair around a little bit. There, there you go. go. Yeah, everybody's looking at the back of your head. I feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, hold on a minute. we got to make sure he's... you got to make sure you can see the new hat. Yeah. you got the Gatos Racing hat on. There it's you even... go. He, he, he's he got just, my name on the back. He just commented, actually, that they have a poll as well on their racing page, <laughs> whether you should run the Stalker or the... Or the race bike. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a uh, group message going on through the team, and mm -hmm. they've actually started their own poll. And uh, most of they're those, all Yamaha, right? Uh, most of them. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of Yamaha, and then we have Toby Hughes on a Honda. Yeah. And uh, a couple of the guys, but they started their own poll, and most of them actually voted for. Uh, <laughs> they voted for me to ride the Stalker too. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see uh, now, we'll see where we're going here. The let, poll is out. Let me ask you: Do you? Do you feel more comfortable on the on the stock bike, or is it just is it just like you're you're, you're at local competition and and it, like what what do you feel like you're actually faster on or more comfortable on? I should say. Uh, so I mean, results speak, I guess, and I've been getting second overall at the locals, and Adam McGill has been the one to beat me all three times. Uh, but that's not to say decent that it competition, was, just decent. <laughs> but that's not to say that it wasn't a earned second overall um yeah. like over the weekend me and nathan dearborn were on each other the whole time at roughly what almost four hours of racing i think both races were right around an hour and 45 hour and 50 minutes it came down to 12 seconds on one day and 11 seconds on the other day and it basically came down to a mistake in the last i don't know half a mile of the race both days where uh, nathan just had an unfortunate thing happen or we would have been bumping each other into the finish. So that's awesome. It definitely makes it a lot more fun. And uh, we're hoping to keep that up at the locals and keep battling each other hard like that. And maybe with us battling that hard, we'll be able to uh, keep on catching up to uh, Adam. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, hey, hey, I mean, tell Adam if he ever wants to win a championship, he needs to get on Yamaha. <laughs> Or Suzuki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or Suzuki, because they're the only two that's ever won uh, uh, besides, you know, in the four-stroke days, besides the 250-yard days. But Brandon, what, what, we'll get him in studio one day. We'll have yeah. you tell him that he'll come across the table. <laughs> he might come you. across, man. <laughs> Doug Kirk says, uh, turn back around the back is a better view. So, <laughs> come on, Doug. <laughs> hey, that, that, that's probably true. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm digging the beard. Uh, the beard's – I don't think you've trimmed it since we've seen you last. It's, you know, three-race three podium streak. Maybe I need to keep the beard. I don't know. Yeah, don't do don't do what Bryson did. Don't do what Bryson did. He won did. after that, though. He won. Yeah, he won, but the beard was sick. The beard was, the beard but, was sick. Uh, <laughs> to go back to your original question of whether I'm more comfortable in one or the other, I mean, I've got decent results on the stock one. I got a top five at the Nationals um, at Big Buck. Actually, I ran the stock one for the first National of the year, and I got a top five in Junior A. But uh, on the flip side of that, we don't have much seat time on the National bike. And, uh, you know, we're running custom access this year and Micah is really helpful <clears> on trying to get things dialed in and we're trying some things out to, to make it more comfortable for me. So I think it's, uh, I think it's awesome. He's willing to work with me like that. Yeah. So if anybody out there is looking to get some suspension done, definitely hit up Micah at custom access and, uh, he'll get you hooked up and he'll continue to work with you until you're <clears> happy with what you got. So we'll see if he can get me tuned in and then, uh, 
maybe things will change on the national bike. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome, man. Now we're 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 in your corner, and we're excited to see how you uh, how you know you uh, continue to improve. Um, and I tell you what, you know, three good races here at home. That's got to put confidence in your corner going into a national series because I mean. It's local, but these yeah. local races, there's a lot of fast guys that show up to them. Yeah, I mean, everybody's fast on any given day, and we're all pretty close. Uh, I mean, obviously, Adam beat us by a minute and something, and that's uh, not super close, but when you consider who you're racing, that's that's pretty good. Hmm. Then you consider but, who you're uh, racing and how long you're racing them. You're racing for an hour and 45 minutes. That's 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 pretty uh that's pretty close yeah, yeah it's almost the same length as a national but uh the rest of us in that class you know we're within 30 40 seconds of five six guys being that close so one mistake from anybody is a bad day because then you're just letting people get away or you're letting somebody catch back up to you so right it's uh it's super close right now super competitive and it makes it way more exciting that way um you know, Seth comes out. Seth's really competitive. They actually just did the Tuesday toolbox on him. Yeah. And uh, he's he's going to be a tough competitor at the Nationals. But, you know, we're, we're just going to try to tag on and see how it goes. And uh, maybe we'll see in my fantasy picks this weekend <laughs> after some of the results we've been putting in. Maybe I'll start picking myself. There you go. There you go. Hedge, hedge your Just let me bets. know when you're feeling good. Send us a message so I can pick you. We know what we should do for the for the podcast or for the uh, um, the fantasy. It's like if you pick yourself, it's like a bonus five points. <laughs> it's like a bonus. Yeah. 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 If you get in the top twenty. I got you. Yeah. yeah. So it should be right. <laughs> if you're if like you've never if you've not been in the top twenty so far this year and you pick yourself like is, ah throw them. Is that kind of like is that kind of like um. Like was it the football player that was betting against, like betting for his team or something as he was playing? Did you see that? You talking about? You know about? <laughs> I think it was for the Titans or somebody or the Falcons. I don't know. One of them was betting on, like, was putting bets on the game or something like that for them to lose, win or lose. And hmm, I'm not sure about that. I don't that. know if he could bet himself or not. I mean, if it was for the Titans, he was probably betting to lose. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're betting yourself to lose, that's uh, that's pretty bad right there. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of the Mountain State Hair Scrambles, we got to uh, give a huge shout-out to Adam McGill for winning right. the overall ATV and then also Ezra Prine, Prine yeah. for taking the bike a, yeah. um, uh, overall. He's been killing it in the GNCCs as well. Yeah, he has. He has. Yeah, so, it's cool really to see good. him here and uh, running, a, running a Mountain State. Um, how rough was that track it actually wasn't bad for us in the first really? lap or two uh there was like one or two rock gardens but as the race went on there was definitely more rocks showing mm. and uh it got rougher as we went i know that place gets pretty rough yeah but uh it was probably actually one of the nicer mountaintop races we've ran um as far as being smooth uh i know in the past we've ran some pretty big rock gardens where they were like boulders and not just rocks but uh it, it was fun. I, I thought it was a good time, and uh, I don't know. It would have been nice to keep my hill guards and my wheel intact. You see, you see what Darren Good said? He said, don't worry, he's got your oil and hill guards covered. <laughs> well, the foot pegs and hill guards are still on my national bike getting worked on right now. So <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys go down the golly or up the golly? Like that, uh, I don't know. What's, I know we went down it the one year that I raced it, but there's like a big golly kind of like going down. It's like pretty nasty uh we went down it then you went down it okay yep i know i know he says sometimes he goes up it or down it so yeah we went down uh we ran it back most of it was backwards compared to what we, we usually do um but the hill climb in the back was pretty fun you could mm -hmm. get a nice run for it the way that we ran it there um you know you, you came from uh up above you'd come down the trail 
you get a nice run up the hill. Me and Nathan actually got side by side on it a couple of times. Oh yeah. It's, it's a big cool. wide hill climb if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So you had multiple <clears throat> lines you could go up there and, uh, there was a lot more open field than usual to where we could actually make some passes out there too. So that, that was pretty nice. But I remember like a, when I was racing that series across the, um, across the parking area, like right after that hill climb, um, you drop down over, mm-hmm. over the hill yeah. and there was this steep drop off and it 90 to the left. And I don't know how many people went over that berm <laughs> and down over the, the hill. hill further. I almost did it myself oh, when I was there. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've had really good luck there and over the weekend it, uh, continued because somehow I got lucky enough for my tire to stay on, but I knew when we were coming into the finish and we hit the last couple field sections and uh, th- I had a little bit of gap going into the last lap, but uh, I slowed down a little bit to try to keep the wheel and stuff on and I was able to hold them off in the woods and I knew when it came to the last field section, it was either make or break. Yeah. So we hit the field and I was like, all right, we're just going to run it wide open and it's either going to fall off or I'm going to ride it in on the hub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also want to give a shout out to hunter jones uh that's bub jones son okay, yeah he uh actually um i think he got the overall from row three or oh, came, really? came close to getting the overall awesome. from row three in the uh little bikes class and uh so he's actually one of our sponsored riders uh uh for them so you know hats off to that little oh, yeah. for having an awesome ride at the mount st harris scramble this this weekend yeah. so second overall so congratulations hunter right yeah 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 definitely uh Doing definitely good. keep up the good work that's Put right a good name out for us there yeah he is we picked some good riders oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot did uh anybody see brendan Poling's post by the way no i did uh, not uh so apparently him and ezra were battling pretty good at the race and he had hit a lapper at one point and it like smashed his finger in between Ooh. his handlebar and the other person Ooh. oh yes i did see it and it like cut the end of his finger yeah yeah i think yeah. i did see that he had a pretty good uh pretty good gash yeah. on the end of his finger yeah, yeah. so that's that, that's that's pretty bad go around them wraparounds right uh i don't like the wraparounds you fall in and break your wrist and yeah, yeah okay <laughs> Brandon, how was your weekend it was good, actually. It was good. I, I thought Full I was going to. I, I thought I was going to skate under because no, I don't really want to tell you who beat me this weekend. Never. I know. <laughs> we know who beat you. <laughs> no. Uh, so, don't know his name, but no, we know what he was riding. Uh, yeah, yeah. The seven hundred Tenere beat me. Did you see the videos of that like, bike riding I, around the full gas? I didn't. Dude see was it. big bike. Dude was cruising. Okay, but he beat me by. I think it was like like the overall by like point. Zero five tenth of a second for the uh, for a second, but uh, Duke could ride that bike, man. And it's you know? two wheel drive. Yeah, it's two. I'm just joking. I don't Probably know. not. I keep telling myself, I'm like, man, he had an advantage somehow, like, but he really doesn't. <laughs> he thing was heavy. He was big, but he could uh, ride. More, man. more, more, uh, more yeah. power to the ground, right? Less yeah, spinning. I, I, I would say he's not spinning as much, but uh, yeah, he knows. But no, it was a great track, man. It was a great weekend. Um, uh, we all had a good weekend. Colton struggled a little bit. He had a pretty, I don't want to say nasty get off, but he had like a MotoGP get off on the grass track. He, uh, you know, it was still morning. It was like eight o'clock in the morning. The grass was kind of dewy and he was charging and hit the rear brakes a little too hard going to the turn and did one of those 360 spin out sliding against the ground. But he already up picked, back, picked, picked his back, bike back up and took back off. But um, it was actually a really good learning experience for him because, you know, the last few races he's been up on the podium and he didn't make the podium this time. So we have to, you know, push past that, learn to get, grow and not uh, always, you don't always win or mm-hmm. get an award. So <clears throat> it was good for that. And Jonathan had a good weekend. He got fourth overall in his class. I took third overall in mine. 
um, full full gas sprint. Dora, man, they've been putting a heck of a series on this uh, this week and uh, everything uh, or this year. Sorry, not this week, <clears throat> but everything was good. Everything was real good. Awesome. Track was fun. My favorite part was the motocross part. Get a little get a little bit of air and. Did you give anybody, anybody some split line shirts down there? Um, Couple, two, actually yeah. two. Nice, yeah. two. Nice. Yeah. So spreading the word. We're spreading the word. We're getting there. I wish they'd let us run some of the motocross at like GNCC. Basically. That's what I was going to say. I was going to bring that up on a topic if we needed something to talk about, but uh, it was good. I need to go ride with you guys in the woods a little bit. That's where I was struggling. I need yeah. to get out in the woods just a little bit more. Well, but, I'm thinking maybe you guys could teach me something about motocross because the only thing I know how to do is give it gas and then hope for the best. That's <laughs> that's pretty much what we know how to do too. Uh, <laughs> maybe you. No, <laughs> Got to practice that, you know, tapping the rear brake in the air, get a little comfortable. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, I, I totally hit the back brake in the air. Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to learn how to do is, like, throw a nasty whip and pull a tear off while I'm doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like a, like like a, a John Glotter. Yeah, John, John Galata. Galata. We yeah. need to get him on here sometime. That do. that kid is ridiculous. We actually had him scheduled, or we were almost had him scheduled one point in time. It didn't work yeah. out um, after the uh, uh, Heartland Challenge. Challenge yeah. But uh, we need to get him on here, and uh, he's got. I'm gonna say top style. Oh yeah, top style award goes to John Glada. <laughs> I said most talent with things to do on a four wheeler is definitely him when it comes to everybody on the front row. He yeah. can do more things with a four-wheeler than he any makes of those it look. Guys. He makes the bike look about a hundred pounds lighter than it is. Yeah, it looks like he's throwing a dirt bike around. Out yeah, there. it really like, does. What is going on? It yeah. really does. Ristrelli's really good at that too. Like, yeah, but I mean, you expect that from the right, from the motocross right. guys, right? Do you remember like watching that butter video? Yeah, when he was on that K and M, and he was they were. Dude had it like almost up Australia yeah. on a can am. Yeah, that's back when he wrote can am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cheer wine. Yep. Okay. 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 Yeah, you're Trust right. Trust me. No, I know my I know my ATV motocross <laughs> stuff pretty good. Well, besides one that, one, one mayor, no one does. No one does. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's that's a that's we'll, a that's we'll a house that, secret. We'll keep that yeah, that's hush hush. <laughs> um, no, but uh, man, he was like he could take that bike and like almost upside down. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Hey, before we get into our first guest, uh, Jay Shad coming on the show. Yeah. Uh, competitor of his last year. Yeah. Um, I want to give a, a shout out to Hunter Johnson. Uh, we shared, mm-hmm. he's got uh, some health issues going on mm-hmm. and uh, we shared his, uh, um, they had a little page uh, put up for him, um, you know, just to help him out a little bit through sometimes. Um, uh, make sure if you check out our page on Facebook, we shared it there. If you can help, help. Uh, yeah. Dude's an awesome dude and uh, uh, listener of the show. So, um, you know, we appreciate yeah. him listening and, and, and uh, you know, get better, man. And we're, we're in your corner for sure. Yeah. Prayers coming your way, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, let's get into it. Um, man, this guest coming up, Jay, uh, he's been he's got a really cool story going from pro class or skipping XC2, you know, in the original time that he started racing, skipping XC2 straight to XC1, uh, top 10 guy all the mm-hmm. time, uh, took some time off from the sport mm-hmm. and then, and then ended up coming back last year and running the, uh, um, a class, um, and, you know, put on a really good performance and then just didn't let off this year. He has been killing it. So I'm excited to get him on and talk to him. Yeah. yeah you want to talk about not letting off me. Maybe you should try to get on the track behind him and see what it's like. <laughs> yeah, I bet you try to keep up with him and you're not doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give him a call right now and, uh, we're going to get him on and, yeah. uh, should be good. Yeah. It should be good, man. Was it five, four straight so far? Yeah. Hello. Hey, Jay. 
Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you, man? This is uh, Cooper and uh, Brandon and Devin Masters in the studio with us. How are you doing, man? Good. Real good. How are you guys? Oh, All not right. too bad, man. Thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate your time tonight. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, yeah. man. So, uh, first off, just, just talk about this year real quick. You've been absolutely killing it from uh, uh, Line 2, XC2, um, this weekend, going to look look to going into your uh, fifth straight win of the year. Um, man, congratulations on the solid start. Yeah, thanks, man. I've been uh, really working hard at this year, um, putting a lot more effort in it. Uh, just everything made a lot of changes of program, and it's it's just really paying off. I'm really happy with how it's going. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, we got Devin Masters in the studio here, and he was uh, one of your competitors last year in the uh, Junior A class. And um, uh, we were just talking about uh, your speed and how he was uh, talking about following you through the woods last year a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, impossible. <laughs> I, you could say we were competitors, I guess, but I wasn't really much competition. So. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. So, Jay, what's your um, – so I think everybody's curious to hear about the story. Um, so I, I don't really know, but I don't know if you know, Coop, but what really made you take the break um, from racing? Um, being Getting in that – pro class i mean um you don't really understand it until you're there of how much time and effort and money and everything that it takes you got to pretty much devote your entire life to being if you want to be that top five rider which i wanted to be the top three top five rider i didn't want anything less than that and um in order to do that it's 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 got to be pretty much you got to be devoted to it you got to put all that time into it that's going to be your complete main focus not want to do anything else but that and um it just got to the point where it was too much of a job for me um i mean obviously i've had a full-time job since i was 15 mm -hmm. so it's like working 50 hours a week trying to do that work on my own bikes um it's just it was just too much and uh i just really just wasn't enjoying it anymore and then uh, when the results started showing that i wasn't enjoying it it was just it was time to pull out yeah. Right. Right. Very understandable. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when you were in the pro class the first time, you know, the, the story goes how you how you skipped XC2 and went straight to pro class. What was the reasoning behind doing that? And uh, just take us through that decision, you know, way back then. And uh, um, and then, you know, your decision to do kind of like the opposite now and, and taking the steps going into the pro class. Yeah, um, that was back in. 2013, um, I was running the College A class, and uh, us top three riders, me, Cole Richardson, Marshall Goings, we were um, – anybody could win any race. I mean, we were in anywhere from 6th to 10th overall every race, all three of us, and we were already beating all the XC2 guys pretty much consistently every race. So it's like the last race I was locked into a position where I couldn't advance anymore, so I just said, heck with it, let's move up and uh, just see. And um, – it was just a really good experience there at Ironman. We were pretty much running for a podium clear to the end. And uh, I think I missed podium by 20 seconds maybe. And we got a fifth. So after that, it's pretty much just like, well, I can do this. Why, why, even, why even go to the XC2 and race the same guys again that I just raced this year? Let's just move up and uh, see what we can do there. Yeah, I mean, even when you watch your first year of racing, though, if you go back and check it out on the videos – how many times that year did you just get whole shots and check out from people? It was like almost every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I had some really good runs for sure. And um, that was back when that car Bjomar, that thing liked to start. That was for sure. <laughs> Which do you like better, carb or uh, fuel injected? I Ever since I switched to a fuel injected in 15, I never once even sat on a carb bike again. So I, didn't, I, I knew I was switching, so I didn't want to get back onto it and then not like the new one. Yeah. I just kind of forced myself to like the new one. But um, all around, I think the EFI is a better bike other than you're never going to beat a car bike, obviously starting or in the tight woods. There was nothing like it in the tight woods. That thing, it could really cut the corners. Nice, nice. I never yeah. even really thought about that much in <laughs> detail about carb versus uh, yeah. EFI. That That's uh, really interesting, though, for sure. Um, you know, <clears throat> going from, you know, the college A class and then two straight to the pros. We hear a lot of guys talk about how when you go from XC2 even to XC1, it's just different. Like we saw, we see where a lot of guys, they can overall hire in in the overall from XC2. And then when they get to XC1, it's just different. Can you kind of like explain to us that difference? Because to the to the um, casual fan, it really doesn't make sense how how you can do better from line two than than you can uh, uh, line one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, pretty much, it's like you get up there in the front of XC two, and you just start pushing like as hard as you can because you know those guys are there. And then as soon as you get sight of those guys, it's like you get that extra drive and adrenaline that you to just catch them. And then as soon as you catch them, you're already beating them by 40 seconds. Yeah. So it's like it's and then once you get in that XC1 class, it's like a whole different world having to run that pace the entire time in order to get that position. Like you could be five positions behind someone in XC2 and you have to be five positions ahead of that person in XC1 to beat them. You know, it's kind of that's pretty much the difference, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now, one thing I've always wondered, and uh, it, it's pretty cool. What is um, what is the reasoning behind running the headlights? Because you've always kind of that's kind of been your signature move, right? Running the headlights and keeping the headlights in the machine, um, and that's something that like watching racer TV, uh, even back in the day from XC, your XC one days, like you would always know where Jay was with the, with those headlights, not only the headlights, but the headlights turned on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The blue lights. I mean, my dad started that back when he raced, um, many, many years ago. And then, uh, whenever he came out, I kind of just took it over. And then that's always just been the thing. That's how people know it's me. And that's just like kind of my signature thing. It really is cool. Cause like, you know, I, I think of like uh, snowshoe races where, you know, everybody looks the exact same and then you see those blue headlights coming through and it's like, Oh, there's Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's crazy. There, especially some of those pine sections, you can actually see the lights reflecting off the ground. It's so dark in there. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. I, never th- I never thought about how, you know, you might actually have something there at snowshoe because of how dark it can get in those dense woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I need to put the headlight back on my four wheeler. I don't know. Oh yeah, Suzuki yeah. only got one. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's the problem between the race bike and the practice bike. Practice bike still got the headlight. Nope. nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they both have beeps. Oh okay. <laughs> no. I'm gonna have to put a light bar on mine here pretty soon for the nine hour race. Though oh, I've okay. never raced in the dark, but that's gonna be pretty cool. <clears throat> so uh, Jay, have, um, have you ever um, did any motocross or anything like that, or have you just been strictly woods your whole life? Or uh, when I was a kid young like when we first started riding we actually started racing motocross mm. um but that was back in like 50 and 90 days back when i was like eight years old but then um when we made the conversion it's pretty much in woods ever since but um 
every every summer i'll hit there's a couple fairs that have motocross races mm-hmm. i'll go sign up race says try to win a little bit of money <laughs> it's it's pretty fun to do oh, yeah. i like riding motocross but i just really don't care to like race it gotcha any any big bucket races that you ever like do you have that you want might want to try go out west or anything like that or just keep it obviously your... i'd say just about everybody's bucket list race would be a vegas Torino. okay so i've yeah. always thought that was just the coolest thing ever i've always just It'd be awesome to get the opportunity to do it. That's what yeah. Devin's talking about over here. Oh, is that what he's Yeah, we were talking about assembling yeah. a team and going to run the Vegas Torino. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going to run any races around here. I'm just going to run just miles. We'll run to the, that, that race, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe we can get something going with Jay here. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely the anchor <laughs> yeah, he, 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 absolutely so jay talk us through um you know uh this year you know this year has been kind of like a resurgence of your career well last year was too but d- have you found the fun in racing again and and what's different about this time around versus last time uh pretty much um i can't take it too seriously when i start getting too serious that's when I start getting burned out. So it's just like trying to not put too much effort into it, but just do, you know what I mean? Like do enough to, to be where I need to be mm-hmm. more or less. But, um, yeah, just like the biggest parts getting burned out, like the stupid issues I've been having with my quad this year with sprockets and stuff like that. It's just like, that stuff wears me down. It's just try to stay positive with it. And, um, the happier I am, the more fun I have and the easier it goes. Yeah. So do you do like mostly just riding training or do you actually go to the gym and stuff now? Or how do you do that? Because I know from my perspective, I get burnout when I'm trying to like be on a bicycle every day or trying to like lift weights or stuff like that. But if I'm riding, I'm having fun. So yeah, that's definitely tough, especially if you're by yourself and like don't have any, any, any group to do it with and try to motivate yourself. But it makes it tough. But, um, luckily, uh, my line of work i get laid off in the winter time so i spent a couple months in florida um my dad actually has a house right by croom so it works out to stay there all winter and ride with those guys and it makes it a lot easier but then once i'm back home we're back to work and trying to fit all this in on working 14 hour days it's it's tough and um real easy to get burnt out so i just try to i hit the gym one day this week um, I wanted to get some riding in, but it rains every single day. <laughs> I try to at least try to get an hour in two nights a week riding. But um, other than that, just just get do some workouts around home. I have a treadmill, um, hit the gym once in a while. Not too crazy, not like a strict schedule. It's just when I can do it, I, I try to get something accomplished. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> now do you feel like uh, – uh, one thing that's really noticeable is it seems like in the last couple of races at the GNCC, you have actually been leading overall um, in the first lap or half a lap or whatever it may be as on time adjustment. You've been in the lead overall pushing that pace. Um, you know, th- that's something that's like stands out. That's extremely impressive. Is that you just trying to, 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 to set a pace and then manage the XC2 from, from, from you know, kind of afar? Or, or are you trying to push that pace the entire race uh it's it's been a bit of both um i'm trying to get up there get obviously get away from the class i like to get a, a decent gap and so that way i have a little bit of room to if i make a mistake by chance or anything like that they're not on me and passing me you know what i mean i try to sprint and get away 
But um, I try to get as far up I can into the pro guys, and then if I could pace them guys, then it makes it a heck of a lot easier for the rest of the race. Right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so if everything goes right and you get the XC2 championship this year, are we looking at XC1? Or are you staying down and, and repeating XC2 or the whole program comes together? Or how's that all working? I've put a little bit of thought into it, not too much yet. Um, it's really going to come down to, I think, um, what kind of deals I can get. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be more of how much support it's going to be in either either class or either way. I'm not torn either direction right now. Um, it's going to be more of a support because it's uh, getting real tough, oh, <laughs> yeah. especially the fuel prices and everything, and uh, money's real tight. So right. it's just going to be support really that you know that that's a big thing and especially for the quad side um it, for all of us quad riders we all used to race quads sitting in this room and you know jay's on the phone that's one thing we've all struggled with i know Devin struggles you know we struggled when we mm-hmm. raced is like you don't seem like you get enough support for the quads um that and it everything's so much more expensive axles tires uh, keeping bikes together, the bearings and stuff like that. So, you know, it, I, I don't, I don't know how you guys do it. I really don't, you know, especially because most, most pros are work full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Most of them do. They got to work on their bikes. They got to put it all together. It's like, how do you find, you know, how do you, how do you keep yourself motivated each and every week doing that? Uh, I don't know. It's just when you, when you race there and you do good and, um, you start to start being where you want to be. It's like, you don't have the, another feeling like that. And mm-hmm. it's, that's pretty much just what keeps me motivated. Like you watch videos back at a race you did good. And, um, it pretty much just gives you chills and it just motivates you that much more to keep doing it. You just got to keep thinking about that when you start getting down really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I would agree with him. Like I haven't had great luck at the nationals this year, but I've had three good locals where I know I've rode pretty good and I've done pretty good. So for me, I keep taking, okay, well I did good here. And I know that I have the speed because I'm still racing the same guys at the locals that I'm racing at the nationals. So if I'm finishing with them or in front of them, that lets me know that I, I have the speed to do it. So when I go to the nationals and I do have a bad day, you know, on those bad days, you find out what you're made of and you remind yourself of, I know I can do it. It's just a matter of doing it again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that actually brings up a good point. We need to ask him his thoughts. We asked Jay his thoughts. Uh, so we had a poll up because Devin has actually been killing it um, on the uh, on the spot on the stock bike when he's been racing up here in West Virginia at the local races. Uh, we're talking three seconds in a row, um, and then not trailing McGill by too far. Now we have a poll up. Should he be racing that stock bike at the nationals? In your opinion, Jay, because that I mean that's the machine that's been taking him there. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a tough call. It's really just whatever you're more comfortable on, and you feel that you can push harder on. I mean, if it's working, then roll with it. I mean, he 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 was able to bring it in for second overall with like half a bike left uh, <laughs> by the time he rolled it to the finish line this week. So, I mean, could you imagine what he could do with a full stock bike and and and, and four lug nuts on each wheel? <laughs> Listen, I, yeah. I already got this figured out. I got a tow rope ready. As soon as Jay takes off, I'm going to throw it out there and see if I can <laughs> and just let him drag me around the track. Yes. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. 
So, Jay, what do you, uh, besides racing and, uh, I mean, obviously with 14-hour work weeks, uh, there's not much time left, or 14-hour work days, there's not much time left. What do you like to do uh, besides racing? Is there anything that, uh, you know, that interests you um, um, off the track? Uh, we're, me and my buddies are big into the pit bike scene. Uh, I got a couple fully built ones. We love riding them. We got a couple different tracks built. Um, I like that a lot. Summertime, do a lot of boating. Um, eh, other than that, really, I mean, I like riding Razor, hanging out. Mm-hmm. And other than that, it's pretty much motorsports related. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when we're talking pit bikes, we're we talking 90 TRXs or are we talking <clears throat> dirt bikes? Dirt bikes. Dirt bikes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't got the TRX 90. As much as I want one, I can't I can't spend four grand on a 90. <laughs> no doubt, right. no doubt. And those prices are only going up right now. It's insane what prices are for, for bikes right now. Yeah, it's crazy. So have you gotten um, an invite to uh, the, turkey derby? the Turkey Derby yet? <laughs> if I had a 90, yeah. <laughs> if you had a 90. Well, they do, they do dirt bikes too, don't they? Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they, they do. do I bikes. think, are, are they all on all stock bikes though, I think? The dirt bikes? Maybe. I'm not I don't, sure. Well, I know, I, I know they run like, I know they run different classes. So I don't know if like there's like an all-stock bike class and then like a mod class or or how it works, but um, I know that they uh, that they do do both and and ever since they started that uh, a few years ago, um, um, it's only gotten more popular oh, yeah. every year. <laughs> I mean, I've rode some oh, yeah, stock TRXs and some of the stuff they're hitting on the TRX90, I don't know that they're exactly mm-hmm. stock. <laughs> yeah i see that some of them jumps are pretty big it, it's pretty impressive like those tracks that, that that they lay out over there um is 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 wild for sure yeah so what if we could get you a trx 90 to run the turkey derby <laughs> i'd run it that's for sure <laughs> i mean i think this is something we should actively work hey, on just to see hey, if we dusty, can get him going dusty uh Gettys just said he, that he would supply the 90 Ooh. so we got you a 90 we're all set up <laughs> Well, that's actually who hey, I was going to talk to. So. so, so Dusty will supply the ninety, and we'll supply the split line graphics. That's right. How's that sound? <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> there we go. We got a rep in style. We got a rep in style for sure. So, uh, you guys ain't got any questions? <clears throat> I think we covered most of the questions so, that I had on you? my side. <laughs> I, uh... So, what what's your favorite track on uh, that we're running this year? That's a tough one. Um, I like snowshoe a lot just because I always do very well there. But um, I'd have to say one of my favorites is Coker this weekend. Okay. I, really I, have do a, I do have a question. Do you think you can put yourself in position to be in the first row at snowshoe? Mm, that's a good question. I don't want to be, no. <laughs> <laughs> can you decline no, I'd it? Rather, I'd rather be second. You'd rather be the hound than the rabbit? Or wait, yeah, yep. that's how it works. <laughs> yep, because there's just that little bit of time, and you know you're going to catch that row in front of you, and then you got the time on your side. Yeah. Are you able to, like, decline? Like, say, I'll, I'll go back a row? Are you able to do I that? Doubt, I doubt that. know. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody would want to. <laughs> right. I wasn't sure. I was asking. Never been there before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, uh, now that, you know, that race is known for the possibility of winning from the second row and then on because they line up with the with the intent of having um uh they line up with overall rather than like uh your your race lines now it, it's really 
it's really a possibility to take the win from line two there because you have that time advantage. And, you know, you know, has that been something that's been running through your head there? Cause I mean, you are good at that track. It's always been a really good track for you and you, you kind of would have an advantage from that second row. Yeah. I mean, um, really pushing hard. I really, really want to push for a podium there this year. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get my hopes up too much, but, um, I think that we could put ourselves in a position to do that there this year. Yeah, absolutely. I got it figured out. We'll get Brian Wolf on the line and ask him what the secret is because he's <laughs> done that multiple times from not being in the front row. He even did it on stock <laughs> rebounds. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. That's oh, yeah, that dude was an animal there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, to all of you that play split line fantasy, pay attention to what Jay just said. He'd be a good pick for uh, split for, for a uh, uh, snowshoe race. I don't know. That, but if you pay attention to our fantasy at all, like your handicap keeps going way down with yeah. all the uh, with all the high uh, overalls you've been racking up at so far. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I've seen it's going down. That's good. That's good for you. That's good, That's for, good you. for you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Bad for the pickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. So, uh, so Jay, like uh, Brandon was saying, you know, um, uh, this year, if it goes good for you, hopefully we get to see you uh, try XC1 again. I would love to see you back up there uh, with the kind of newfound love for the sport. And, um, man, again, thanks for coming on the show tonight. Brandon, you got one more? We do. We got the tough Oh, one. that's right. The toughest question of the show. We can't forget this. Um, so, if you had to pick one fast food restaurant and one candy for the rest of your life, and that's the only two that you could have, what would it be? Taco Bell and all blue sour patch. Man, he was, oh, the, he, he, had he was the quickest answer that we've ever either, had. <laughs> either he really loves, either he really loves Taco Bell and those blue in the blue sour patches. Is that what he said? Sour patches. Yep. Yep. Either he really loves those, loves those, or he listens to the show a little bit. He definitely did his research before he came on. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "All right, I know this question's coming. I got to listen to one of these shows." <laughs> so, hey, sand. Like this weekend. It's kind of the only track left that has any sand in it. What do you think about sand? Do you, because you guys, you know, you guys that train down in uh, Florida in the wintertime, um, is it something that you enjoy riding in or is it something that, uh, that uh, you really don't care for and you're kind of excited to get back north? Oh, I love the sand, man. I, I could ride it every day of my life and not complain. Really? Uh, See, yep. I, I, that, that's a, that's, I feel like a lot of people don't say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is tougher, though, Florida or Camp Coker? Because I feel like Camp Coker has, like, zero bottom to it. Yeah, it's going to – I mean, obviously, Florida is going to be more physical demanding um, than Coker, could, I don't. I think, could ever be. But, yeah, if you get some rain at Coker, the, some of them spots do have no bottom, and it, it can get nasty real quick there. So, yeah. um it don't, it, you just don't get those, those deep sand whoops and you get a little bit of breaks in some of the fields there, Coker, that you don't get in Florida. So it makes it a little bit easier that way, in my opinion. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, hey, man, good luck this weekend. We'll be watching. Uh, we're not going to be there at this race, but we're planning on being um, – which, which was the first race we're going to, Brandon? I'm definitely going to the John, John first. Yeah, John we're Pitton. going to the John Pitton for yeah. sure. So we'll uh, catch up with you there. And uh, like I said, good luck this the rest of this season, man. And uh, uh, we'll keep in contact. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All no right, problem. man. We'll talk to you later. All right. See you. Later. You guys are definitely coming to the close three after Indiana, aren't you? Yeah. <clears throat> There's five that are within yeah. within like a the couple John hours. Pitton, and we're coming Mason all five Dixon, of them. Snowshoe, and yeah, the Mountaineer, the and the Burr Oak. Well, and Newburgh. 
So yeah, we got like after after the Hoosier, like we'll be at the plan is to be at almost the next five after that. Yeah, I was just curious about before summer break because we'll have three races and then we'll have summer break and then mm-hmm. that gives us a little bit. But then when we come back, we're still close to home. So. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, still we'll, pretty we'll close. We'll be there. We'll be there for sure. Yeah. You need pit. I mean, we got all kinds of people. We can always use an extra hand. Here listen, we go. listen, we don't need to be pitting. Someone needs to be getting his bike out and going listen, riding. Listen, right? I mean, I don't know. It's riding? Is it dirty from like last year or is that dirty from the last time you went riding? That was dirty from last week. That was dirty from last <laughs> night. <laughs> I, if you noticed, my little uh, turn track up here has been freshened up a little bit. I, did I put see, like five laps on it the other day. Yeah. I did see some grass missing out there. So mm-hmm. That was just his dad riding the razor. You see a little excavator up here? I did. Yep, that's not ours, but. They left the keys in it. <laughs> I'd be out there making some jumps or something. Need, I've been thinking yeah, about we it. We need to. That'd be cool. So we need. We do need to get you, man. We need. The last time we were in, we talked about our track ninety three day. Mm-hmm. We need. To, we need to make a day set in stone. Mm-hmm. What would be good for you? Do you feel like we need to get out there and check out the woods on and see how the quad? I don't know if anybody's been on a quad out there in the woods or yet or not, but we need to check that out before we make a big ride I mean, day. All right. So dirt bike guys say I'm crazy all the time, but I said. And my dad's always told me this growing up. If you can fit a dirt bike, we'll figure out how to make a full <laughs> yeah. Just uh, a hard bump or just to run, run the saplings over. Uh, yeah, we'll just put it up on a bicycle. Listen, I'll tell you what, sideways. dirt bike guys, I, I was really surprised. Like, I don't know if it was by accident on purpose, but in the Sprint Dora, there's like these saplings. I mean, they're pretty thick, right? Like, I wouldn't want to hit them. Dudes are just plowing them over with dirt bikes. I'm like, oh my god! Are they hitting them with the tire or the bars or what? When I come through to things like laying over, I'm like, oh. First couple caught it with their leg, and then when it was already pushed over a little bit, they just started running over. (laughs) Started running over. See, I could see hitting it with a quad. Yeah, easy front bumper just squared up and go. Yeah. Have you ever hit a sapling and it whiplash you on the back of the head? All the time. Yeah, I hate that. I hate when that happens. (laughs) I like you get off the four wheeler and got welts and stuff on you. Yeah. You yeah, guys, that's you guys going to high point for ATV motocross? Planning on it. Are you going? You going? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Twenty ninth. You gonna run it? April twenty ninth. You gonna run it? Probably not. <laughs> uh, me and Jonathan's talking about racing it. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have like uh, super amateur novice? Well, class? I got open C. <laughs> how How old are you? Twenty three. Mm. Oh no. no. Yeah. No. No. Open C. Super vet class for me. <laughs> open C. Like the schoolboy kids would probably embarrass me. Oh yeah, they're they're fast, are freaking fast. Yeah. yeah, they're so fast. Maybe I could race the uh, youth class. Youth class. Oh, they're yeah. those kids are fast too. <laughs> well, I was just thinking they probably could get me on the jumps, but maybe if I hit a straight stretch or something, I might be able to. Yeah, might be able to get them back. So. Yeah. We keep talking about it. I, I keep throwing mine. I'm like, ah, do I want to? Do we'll I get want you out to? of track ninety three first, and 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 let you hit some jumps a little bit and. Yeah. I mean, I'll hit them. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Talk about that, you know, not like goon style, like we were fronting up like and slap down. Yeah, we can do some Ronnie Mac stuff if you yeah, want. Ronnie yeah. Mac, yeah. Yeah, that's good it stuff. Won't, it won't be on purpose, though. <laughs> <laughs> so the next guest that we're going to have on tonight is Thad Duvall. Oh, yeah. uh, we've had him on the show before. Uh, excited to get him on, talk to him a little bit about what's going on with him, um, injury update, um, and then just, you know, He's getting deep into the Moto Dad life. Have you been seeing his, oh, yeah. his little boy ripping? Yeah, been ripping. He's been ripping, ripping around on the, on the fifty, hitting yeah. some jumps. It's uh, 
Uh, you can see hear hear like the whoo in Thad's voice oh, whenever yeah. he hits those jumps. Well, trust me, when it when you get there and your kid's hitting a jump, and you're just like, "What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you hitting that? Yeah. Like, you don't even know how to hit a jump yet." But <laughs> <laughs> just send it. I had Nolan all over the farm with a, with uh, his PW the other night, and he was. Uh, uh, he was getting the feels for it and, mm-hmm. and you know, hitting some little, like, you know, not jumps, but, right. like, rough areas. And he just, yeah, yeah. I was like, you need to stand up a little bit if you're going to hit that. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is, like, you know what you can do on the bike, but you're not super 100% sure on what they, they can do. do. Yeah, like, they see people do it, like, like, oh, I can do that like him and watch YouTube videos. And then they go send it, and I'm like... Just stand up straight, stand up straight. Don't, yeah. You know. But. Oh, real quick, funny story. So, uh, Nolan was out in the yard riding his uh, uh, Stasic the other night, and he was he was having me do the 10 seconds so he could yeah. do a race and everything. And I saw him up by the trees, and he was sitting there, and he was talking and everything. And, and he, I was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm, I'm, I'm talking on the podium. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh, who who are you thinking?" He was like, "I'm thinking Christian Craig for for <laughs> for his help." And I was like, well, "Christian Craig." <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because I usually mess around with Colton. I'm like, like try to loosen him up. I'm like, "Who are you gonna be today? Are you gonna be Stu Baylor? Are you gonna be Eli Tomac? Are you gonna be, you know, who, you know, who are you gonna be?" And he's like, "I'm gonna be Rodney Cooper." No, he said Christian Craig too. I Did was he? Like, what? What's up with this Christian Craig stuff? <sighs> so, okay, my kid likes Eli Tomac. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it out there. And he rides his Stasic around and stuff. Um, he actually ran the uh, Stasic race in Florida. And there was like this little hump before you go into the finish. And he was trying to jump it. But uh, he, he was all excited there because he, he managed to win the Stasic race. Mm-hmm. So he was pretty pumped about that. Those Stasic races are fun. Yeah. They're a and, lot of fun. I mean, they've been getting some huge turnouts, too. Oh, yeah. And those kids are super competitive. Yeah, they are. They get more intense than what the actual racing during the day does. <laughs> the, the, last, uh, the last one that Nolan did was up there at Snowshoe, and um, they had, I think, I think they kind of just kind of go with the flow with classes. I'm still, are they still doing that? Like, like however many kids they have, they kind of break them up into age group and, and bike size. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're broke up into age group is what they've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, uh, like you said, they get pretty competitive. I think there was like 20 in his class. Who would ever thought like throw a battery on a bike with some chain and yeah, it looks like a D wall battery. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Just go like, why didn't we think of that? I think it's awesome they let it do them like they let everybody do it for free and they get their little jersey and yeah, yeah. no it is a cool it's a cool thing that, that GNCC does and I think KTM is really heavily involved with it mm-hmm. as well and it's just a cool introduction to racing and being on two wheels and um, um, I mean it's it's great for the sport and I, I you know Mount State Hair Scramble is actually starting to do stuff with. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Stasic as well, and I, I think the New East Coast, I've seen them do stuff as well with with the uh, Stasics. Yeah, I think everybody's kind of getting into it now, and uh, you know, even at the nationals, it just it's cool to have something to do on a Saturday night with your kids because if you're not doing that, they're just kind of running around the pits mm-hmm. and getting into all kinds of stuff. So. <laughs> It's uh, it's cool to have something to break it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, let's get Thad on the line. Yeah. Uh, excited to talk to him. Oh yeah, it's been a minute. I think we can get uh, Mama Thad mad if we talk about retirement or. Oh, that was. <laughs> he's probably, our listener's fault. <laughs> he's probably trying to get ready for hunting. <coughs> Turkey Church, season. Hello, Thad. What's going on? How's it going, man? It's Cooper and Brandon uh, from the Split Line Show, and uh, Devin Masters is in studio with us. Uh, hey, thanks for oh, coming. Thanks for coming on the show, cool. man. We appreciate it. 
Yeah, core guy in there. Come on, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I started out on dirt bikes, and then I got real yeah. cool when I switched to quads. So. <laughs> Sounds like somebody else I know named Brady Myers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I get to race with him every week. So, yeah, I, I feel bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for you. I know he's pretty wild out there. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> sure. So, how you been, man? Uh, you know start of the season was definitely not what you wanted coming in and um uh you know here we are now how's the 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 rehab going and getting back into uh uh, uh you know normal shape um it's going good just yeah you know went to florida for two months and busted my butt and just to show up at the first race and make it like a lab and a half is was quite uh the let down for sure um but yeah you know we're we were six weeks Monday into recovery and um, it's going good, I guess, as, as good as it's going to be. It was a pretty severe injury. Like, I mean, I've been through a couple pretty big injuries, but this is by far like one of has been the worst one for me. Um, just a lot of pain, discomfort and um, yeah, just uh, like a dark spot for a while. But um, it's getting better. Just um still not really released to do much yet um can do like physical therapy once a week and um kind of been going to the gym the last two days and just kind of getting back into things and just doing upper body stuff um still not walking on my own either gotta walk with crutches and hopefully a couple more weeks i'll be able to to walk <laughs> yeah, man yeah. We, uh, we we've seen all the stories uh the instagram stories that you've been posting and uh it's cool that you've been able to keep everybody in the loop because you know everybody was thoughts and prayers with you and and, and really everybody from that round because it was just a kind of an insane day uh with all the guys that that got hurt um that day but um uh like you said your your injury was pretty serious and um you know we saw the x-rays just was the other day and <laughs> god man that's a lot of hardware <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's quite a quite a bit of hardware. I don't think I'll be able to pass a metal detector <laughs> like in the, air, in the airport anymore. But yeah, it's like I got like a I think we added up like a seven inch like lag bolt in me. Oh um, gosh, the one thing. So yeah, it's um it's been pretty gnarly. I I got like a huge scar on my side, and I think there was like fifty staples in me. So. It was uh, it was quite the ordeal, and it, it, it's funny because like I've had, I I've been through some injuries in my career and um, everything, and I never had a surgery until 2020 on my knee, and before then I had broke wrist and foot and everything, and I, it's like uh, it's like I jinxed myself because I got surgery in 20 and I got surgery in 21 on my collarbone and now I got surgery again this year. So it's not, it's, it's, it was a good like 20 some year stretch. And then it's been a really awful three years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that's the, the, hopefully this one was the grand yeah, finale of like the injuries. They said they come yeah. in threes. Yeah. So hopefully this is it. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I, I was gonna say so to get you those dark those dark days. I'm sure the sun's been uh, looks like he's been ripping around on that P dub man, making you probably smile a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's he's helped so much. Just um, yeah, I mean, it's I know a lot of people like even myself. Like I was like, man, like do I want to keep doing this? Like, am I like am I ready to retire? And it seems like every time I get hurt, like the first two weeks, I'm like I'm done. Like I don't want to do this anymore. And then especially this one, like this one 
was like miserable the first two weeks and I'm I, like I, I like I told like I like I never really ever said anything like to my parents about being done just kind of Maggie behind the scenes like hey like I don't know if I want to do this anymore and I actually texted my dad and was like hey like I think I'm done like I don't want to do this anymore and he's like oh like I understand and then we you know like the first two weeks went by and then you know, I kind of started being able to get out of the house a little bit more and just go watch him ride. And then he come to me one day and was like, ah, like I, I miss going, I miss going racing. And I'm like, I like, I don't know. I was like, man, I can't be done. Like th- this kid loves racing. Like I want to be around the races. And, um, yeah, he's definitely helped me get through it. And he actually makes me excited to like to kind of want to get back to racing. Um, you know, it's not going to be forever, but you know, he's been able to see me have some success mm-hmm. and like, I want to be able to him to see more of it. And, you know, I really thought coming into this year, like I, in Florida with Caleb and everybody, like, I felt like I was really in the best spot that I had been in a, in a couple of years. And I thought this year was going to be really well. And it obviously it's not, but you know, the goal is to be at the last four. So, you know, with him, ripping and it's it's crazy like to see the progression of him and um hopefully he can get to see me progress a little bit more and then you know it's not going to last forever so then you know he's next and you know my my wife was joking around like hey like this might be our last banquet year or whatever and i'm like this isn't gonna be our last banquet year we're like starting a new tradition and she's like oh yeah i kind of forgot like with jacoby so yeah yeah he's uh He's crazy, man. He's like he, he he scares the shit out of me sometimes. <laughs> like it's it's bad. Like we went to a moto track on Saturday to meet up with some friends and stuff, and we were riding, and uh, he was doing really well, and he just wants to ride. So like I think he literally did like three thirty-minute motos, and like the towards the end of the third one, I was like. I literally walked over to Maggie. I was like, Hey, like I'm going to stop him. I can tell he's like getting tired. He's starting to scare me a little bit. He's kind of getting a little careless. And I like literally walked over to the edge of the track and he had to do one more jump, a right hand turn. And then me, but like on that jump, he hit it wide open, <laughs> sitting down like a 10 foot table. He like jumped like 20 feet to flat endowed, saved it. And then floored both of his hands off the bars and like, had a huge crash like scared me like i was like holy crap yeah but he got but he got up and cried and we went home and then the next day at nine o'clock in the morning he was wanting to ride again so yeah. i was like all right man, that's- <laughs> well that's what i was going to ask you uh are you going towards more loretta lynn's dad or are you going to stay at the gncc uh i don't really know <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough but- it's a tough one <laughs> Yeah, he, I don't know, dude, like, it, everything is Hard Enduro right now, like, oh. that's all he wants to watch on YouTube, is just, I want to watch Hard Enduro, I want to watch Hard Enduro, and then, God like, we'll him. be riding and riding stuff, and he, like, wants to ride the Strider over logs and everything, yeah. and <laughs> maybe he could hard, be, hard. sorry, maybe he could be, like, the next Billy Bold or somebody like that. 
Graham Jarvis. <laughs> Might be Graham Jarvis. <laughs> that would be fine with me if he was like the next Billy Bolt because that dude is gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, now my my question was is I've seen that you've been letting them like watch some old uh, old GNCC videos of old dad uh, Chad yeah. out there killing it on the ATV. Like like man, what if he's like I want to uh, be like Grandpa. I want to be a quad I want to be like Grandpa racing uh, the ATV. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had to put a stop there. <laughs> I mean, we're uh, all ATV guys. I think we would agree yeah. that if you're going for a career or money, then uh, ATVs yeah. is not, not the way. Yeah, stay on the two well, wheels, that's like, boy. I kind of, I like growing up with dad. I kind of saw that like there was always more bike, more money in bikes. And I think, um, like I, I had a PW50 when I was younger, and had a big crash on it and didn't want nothing to do with it. And I actually rode a, I grew up riding a quad, um, till I was like probably seven or eight years old. And I went to dad one day. I was like, Hey, like, I, I think I want a bike. And then he like went that day and bought me a bike to like start riding on a bike just because I think even back then there was like even more money in bikes too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, if he wants to ride a quad, go for it. I, I <laughs> I'd be honestly, I would be happy if he did anything other than race anything. Like I play golf or play baseball. Like yeah. I'd be fine with it just because like I've known one I've went through like, and it, it like yeah. for me, it kind of sucks knowing that he wants to do the whole dirt bike thing and knowing that if he goes through anything like I have or other people have that I know, like it's going to be tough. Like, yeah. so, yeah just like looking into the future with him i'm like man that's like this is going to be a rough road and but i don't know i mean it's worth it in the end i don't think i i wouldn't change anything personally like i mean it's just something that i loved and i've been grateful to grow up doing and, and make it a career yeah and you know we like all have kids over here as well and, and go through the same thing with uh you know, cause like my boy on we out in the front yard on the Stasic and he's wanting me to drop the 10 seconds uh, yell and then throw the flag <laughs> for him and all, you know, all that stuff. But then like you look and you see like what everybody, and especially the past couple of years, um, there's been a lot of gnarly injuries in the sport and, um, you know, you, you used to, you almost kind of looked at GNCC and was like, Oh, those guys are it's more safe in the it's, woods. It's more safe. In the woods. <laughs> <laughs> but now you guys, you guys have, elevated sport which is in to an insane level to where you guys are pushing like moto style paces for such a long extended period of time that um i mean you know when things happen they end up happening kind of worse than they used to yeah and and oh sorry uh, but on to that i was going to add one of that question do you think that do you think it's because of the bikes are better or do you think you guys are just picking the pace up more like this has kind of been a gray area the last couple of weeks I've seen just on social media and hearing people talk just I, because I think there's so many of us that have gotten hurt. Um, like a lot of people, like they have their opinions and you know, like a lot, I've seen it a lot brought up is like the tracks are getting too, too fast or we've been at a place too, too many years. And I like I don't really think it's that I think it's just a combination of everything I think the bikes are getting so much better I think like I think a lot of the like I know I I the last couple years I've put way more effort into training and and being in the tip-top shape as I can be and I think a lot of the other guys are too so I think it's like a combination of everything like the the track maybe the tracks are getting a little fast but I think it's just because um the bikes are getting so much better people are testing more people are working harder people are like training 
every day for three months leading up to the year. So I think everybody's just in a lot more shape. And I think that's a combination of everything kind of going together is, is the pace has been crazy. Like I know, like even, you know, like I've been around the sport long enough. I see, I've seen the transition from, you know, U-Haul Solomon in the day of the night to Charlie, to Wibley, to Caleb, to, I would almost want to, I can't, I hate even saying, but me and Caleb, I think kind of elevated the sport a little bit when we kind of got together and was racing those few years. And like, even since then, I think the pace has even went up. I think, um, it's just, it, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a full out sprint, but you know, guys are putting in like 110% for three hours. And I feel like, um, that's where like a lot of the injuries are coming from because we're riding that edge more than what we usually do like back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then something else that, that we've talked about on this show as well is it like now that you add the ability for you guys to have um, the e-bikes to get around the track so many times before the race even starts, you guys are almost able to put in the amount of time on the track that you would in a race before you even get out on to, to race a track. So I feel like that would would only help the speed get that much faster with the ability to know the track from, from every rut to every turn. Yeah. That's like another gray area too. It's just like, <laughs> we're, we're at like, I know like from my personal experience is like, I'll ride the track. So, you know, the, the first lap is like, I, I, I already know where I'm going a mm. hundred yards before where I'm even at, mm-hmm. like, right. you know, from, 2015 till now it's the e-bikes have grown so much it's like you know from 15 to maybe 17 it was kind of like all like the first lap and a half to the first two laps kind of feel the track out but now it's just like man you like i i i know where i want to go before i even get there like Mm. because you were able to cycle the track so much i know what line and even like when it's a little like a race is a little a little muddier than usual like I'll even still know, like, hey, like, I know this line was good when I cycled it this morning, so I, it, I'm assuming it's still going to be good. So I'm charging, like, 110% into that section knowing, that like, hey, like, I know this line is going to be there. Like, I'm going to take it if it's there. Right. So I, I think the e-bike has definitely elevated the 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 sport speed as in speed and you know like that whole whole conversation i know you were going back to talking about how the speed is just elevated anyways and you said you hated to even say that you were part of you know you and caleb (laughs) bringing the speed up but i can think back just from me watching races through the years if you think back to it i mean you were one of very few people that straight up beat david knight and you did that on a 250 at one point so I think you uh, might need to give yourself a little more credit on that part of it, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, I think you definitely helped elevate the sport, and I've had a bunch of people tell me even that uh, coming to the e-bike world and, you know, in future years, that uh, they think maybe we should be more like the National Enduros where you, you don't see the track and you just go out there and race it, so I didn't know what you thought about that either. Um, I, I honestly, I kind of like the national enduros because it's, you don't really know what to expect. I, I mean, I kind of like that. It kind of levels the field a little bit. I feel like that's where, um, Stu and Grant have always been a little better at reading the, tr- like reading the trail a little bit better. So like, I think that's where they've had a little bit of an advantage. And I feel like 
the national enduros being how they are now like it kind of makes me a better rider makes me more aware makes me stay on my toes more makes me like a little better on the bike as in bike control mm -hmm. when to push when not to push like throttle brake um i don't know i i, I wouldn't want to see that but I mean, the way the e-bikes are growing and how big of big of us like a sponsorship they are, like I could see it happening in, in the near future for sure. Yeah. So. And then another big topic that we've talked about on this show to no end. And, um, um, and I'm sure, you know, you've been around the sport so long that you've seen the growth and the, the growth in the sport has almost become. I'm not going to say a problem, but an added obstacle when it comes to the amount of lappers that you guys are are encountering. And I believe didn't somebody somebody along the way said that most of the crashes that have happened this year with the top guys have been maybe not necessarily because of lappers, but in and around lappers where you've had to change lines or or do something different. Um, what's your thoughts on the lapper situation and uh, where we can kind of go from here as a sport to try to make things safer for the premier classes? Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't really know because like, I don't want to piss anybody off. <laughs> and, don't like, worry, nobody listens to this show at all. <laughs> there's only the four of us on here. Yeah, but it, honestly, it has gotten bad, which yeah. I understand, like, like they're like our lappers are the people that make the sport happen. Right. Like they are the reason that we're racing, the reason we have a career, like the reason we get paid, like they're the weekend warrior. Like they make this stuff happen. Mm -hmm. But it's like, man, like the, I, for some reason, like maybe like the, the last year till now it has gotten, they have it like, it's gotten so bad. And it's like, it's been hard for us to race sometimes. I feel like just because there's been so many lappers and, um, I always remember like, um, it's been a couple years, but Unadilla was always so bad because the track was so short. There were so many guys, like so many riders. And I feel like nowadays, like, I feel like every race is, is like that race with so many lappers. Mm -hmm. It's like, you almost have to race the lappers instead of race the track half the time, because you got to be aware. Like if you're, like I've no like if you're leading the race, like you're the first one to come to them. So you got to be aware where they're gonna go. They have to be aware where you're gonna go, and like you have to race them instead of the track sometimes. And I feel like, um, I like I've I've had a couple crashes just because I've had to change like change where I want to go at the last minute, and I've clipped a tree or, um, uh, like I, I and I think big buck this year when i crashed i know a couple people like i don't really remember much but um i think a couple people said it was because i had to change my line and i went somewhere where i, I wasn't comfortable going but i had to because there was a lap of there so I, mm -hmm. I don't really know and um i know i've heard people say that like uh Stu took that line too and um you know i i string clipped the lapper and which I understand those guys are racing too. Like that's why I don't like try to be too impatient because mm -hmm. uh, you, I, I have to understand that like they're the reason we're here. So, right. but on that topic, like, yeah, it's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it, the lappers are getting worse. It's just, there's so many people wanting to race now. Like it's becoming a, an issue for us for sure. And, um, you know, it's like, I understand um, you know, I had a buddy a couple of years ago who was a decent rider, like, um, 
a, a 10 a.m. rider, mm -hmm. but he raced the afternoon race. Like he was always one of like the first or second guys. We always laughed. And I was like, why don't you just race the morning race? He's like, oh, I just like, why do you race the afternoon race? He's like, just to, just to say I race the afternoon race with you guys. Like I want to be a p.m. rider, which mm -hmm. in reality, he, he should have been a 10 a.m. rider. And mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the time, a lot of people in the afternoon class maybe have that mentality where they should be in the 10 a.m. race, but they're in the afternoon race. But I mean, at the end of the day, they're the guys that, that make us have a living. And, um, you know, I, I don't oppose to it. So it's, it's, it's a, another gray area, but, um, I feel like if there is a lot of lappers, that's good for the sport. So I, right. I don't know, like it's, it's a, like a pro and a con situation for sure. Yeah. But, and you know, what's crazy is, 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 that you were only a lap and a half in when when that accident happened, and that's man, yeah. that's a half a lap is really that's, not that. I mean, a lap and a half is really not that on much a time race. on a three-hour race. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you guys are, like, but but I mean, like we're literally lapping guys like within their first four or five miles. Right. Like, it seems like a lot of the times. Yeah, so it's like, and I know like a lot of the races, uh, they've been kind of they've been shorter laps. So it's like, you know, we we're coming around and those guys are just getting off five minutes before we come to the checker, like the checker. So oh, it's man. like, wow. wow. I didn't realize it was that like that many lines. I mean, I knew it was a lot of lines, but man, that's, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, some of the bigger races yeah. that have a, like a lot of riders, you know, they have to kind of split the rows up a little bit. So yeah, it's like, I mean, we're, we're laughing. Some guys are our second lap that they're four miles in on the first lap. Wow. So, how do you feel about Stu's idea then of running all of the pro races on Saturday and then you can have the amateur races on Sunday? From a fan, from a fan's point of view, I particularly love it. Right. You get, that that yeah. would be so cool to get. Because I've always thought that the bike guys, um, when it comes to it. The fans. The fans, they kind of get, you guys kind of get the short end of the stick because everybody's already ready to go home yeah. and, and get out of there by the time you guys get going. So if you guys, if we could get everybody on Saturday, could you imagine the amount of people that, that would draw to the, the race? Well, yeah. I think that was Stu's point is like, on one hand, you're solving a problem with the lapper problem where everybody's getting injured right now. And that's one of the common things that comes up when they talk about why they wrecked or something like that. But then he was like, you know, you don't have to change the ATVs or anything. You can run all of the pro races on Saturday. And uh, I think he wanted to run, like, some of the mini races on Friday, I mm -hmm. think, was his plan. But he was like, if you put all of the pro races on one day, you can do one live stream. Everybody gets yeah. to see all of the racing on one day, and then you could have your amateur racing the next day. But uh, I think his big thing was, like, you get rid of the injuries and you bring more money to the sport for both ATVs and dirt bikes. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to agree with that. Like, I for sure, you know, I, I feel like that would be bring in more revenue for both us, like bikes and quads. Because, like you were saying, like we kind of, we kind of get the shaft. I, I I really noticed that, like snowshoe, like yeah, Howard Howard's hole. There's there's thousands of people there on Saturday, but then Sunday, like you go through that, and there's like a hundred people that are left hung over. Like they don't want to help you. <laughs> they don't want to help you. Right. But yeah, like I, I think it's a good idea. Like, um, will it ever take an effect that I don't know, but, right. um, I think, you know, with that concept, I feel like the racing maybe would be better as in for like us bike riders. I think the racing would be closer. Cause I feel like a lot of the times, like 
by the time we race, the track's so old and so rough. You kind of have to be like kind of strategic about your plan during the three hours. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like um, you're kind of like, I don't know, racing different parts of the track. So I feel like if the track was less like less beat up there, it would be a better race. Everybody would kind of be on the, like a level, the same level. So everybody would have be the same speed instead of being, you know, one guy's really good when it's ruddy, but it's not very good when it's flat and it kind of opens up the level, like the open up the field for everybody to be really good. So I feel like the racing would be really, really good and a lot better if it, if we did put all like the pros on one day while we're bench racing this idea, um, <laughs> how do you think, how much different do you think the track would develop if you guys were able to see the track right after the ATVs? Uh, because you know how much different it is compared to when the AM runs it. We know how different your yeah. uh, pro lines are versus amateur lines. Um, but if you guys got a, like you said, a fresh track with just ATV um, lines, uh, do you, how different do you think of a developed race would it be? Um, I would hate it honestly because <laughs> I grew up in the time where the youth racers race Saturday afternoon after the quads. So we were always having to like break in those quad ruts into bike ruts. Yeah. And I, I always remember hating it. So I'm assuming <laughs> I would probably hate it. Like, but, um, I don't know. I think that the track would shape up a lot different and I think it would shape up kind of crappy for the amateur racing mm-hmm. just because, um, it, like I don't really, I'm not saying it as in me, but, um, I think when we go to Florida, when we were in Florida this year, there was, um, like six or there was me, Trevor, Craig, Ben Kelly, um, Johnny, and then Joseph sometimes there. So it was like a lot of fast guys that were pros. And then you had two amateur kids. And it seemed like the amateur kids really struggled to ride our lines because we would like sweep the turns and they would kind of like float into the trees a little bit. So when the, like the amateur racers, like they try to turn as soon as they can. So I feel like that's why like a lot of the times, like the corners for bikes are so far inside. Mm. And then by the time we get done, it's kind of like roll the turns are kind of smooth. So I feel like we would make like the, we would make the track really good, but it would be kind of crappy for like the next guy's Sunday morning to race it. Yeah, that's, one, it would, that's one thing I'm full gas that I've, I've been running full gas, uh, sprint Enduro series this year. And one, yeah. of, the, one of the lines, the GTR literally was like the first time I took it, I was like, literally I hit my shoulder off the tree. It was so close to the tree. I, that's how far yeah. inside it was. It was mm-hmm. insane. Didn't take that line again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you but think- I feel like, yeah, like, like that's where, like, I think we would make the lines like maybe roll the turn more instead of having to be in so sharp. I feel like that's just because we go into turn and we lean the bike over mm-hmm. farther than what amateur guys maybe do. Yeah. And I know like, that's what the amateur kids struggled there. Like, they would go through the turn and kind of like clipped outside of the tree because they weren't really laid over. Like, I guess they weren't carrying as much speed as we yeah. were. Yeah. Do you think that could be an area though, where if the track was shaped up like that before they go out there, we kind of force them to get into better riding habits. Um, I, yeah, it, maybe it would. I'm not sure. I, I don't really know. Like, um, 
Probably not. I think it, <laughs> yeah, probably. Amateur guys not. literally go to the inside of the turn, I promise, every time. <laughs> Shortest way around, that's the way they go. Yeah. And there would be so, like, I think there would be so many amateur guys. I think it, it would, like, they would get their own line it would. burning as Pretty soon quickly. as they could. Yeah. 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 Um, so back to the training part. So do you see the sport? Because like you said, you, you've seen, you've grown up in it. You've seen it all. I feel like now, like, so in the motocross part, you see all these training programs, you see all these camps, you see um, everybody going riding. It hasn't hit the GNCC so much, like the, um, but I see it slowly coming in. Um, do you do you think that's going to be a big part of the GNCC uh, world is um, more camps for them and more, um, like, riding schools and people dropping out of school to, not drop out of school, but go to, um, homeschool, homeschool and, and to do that more. Um, yeah, I like, I, I think so. I believe so. Um, just knowing how the sports progressing and I mean, I, I GNCC is so big right now and offer it, offer it in general. Like yeah. you look at, I mean, there's two different sprint, like full gas U S sprints, national Enduro's like national Enduro's making a big push to come back, like to be big again. GNCC is huge. Like you see, there's been quite a bit of like international people coming over. Joseph Holcomb, you know, there's people coming from the West Coast. Like Brandy Richardson just came over. She about won the the women's class. So like, there's a lot of interest in GNCC and off-road right now. So I feel like, um, yeah, hundred percent. I feel like more kids are going to be, you know, pushing to be at a better level. Um, which it's kind of cool to see the progression of the sport and, um, you know, like even just the progression in like in general, like how much the Stasic has helped kids nowadays, like just like through Jacoby, like I've looked to see how, like how much him riding a Stasic has helped him ride a dirt bike. And, you know, kids are going to be super fast nowadays. Like it, yeah. it's crazy. And I think it's it, like the GNCC is, it's been a couple years since, I feel like um, somebody has really come through like the whole GNCC scene, like from youth to amateur to pro. And I feel like you're going to see a lot more of that now, like a kid coming all the way up through dominating and being the next big thing. And um, yeah, I, I, I believe so. Like, I feel like a lot of kids, a lot of more kids are going to be homeschooled. There's going to be more kids training with like trainers. Um, Yeah. I, I think, hundred percent like this is is going to grow as in camps for sure and the, the reason i was asking that is because i saw that you're going to start working with some mini riders and beginner riders is that right yeah like i you know i've had a lot of people reach out to me in the past like hey like want to do schools or anything and i just like i've never really had the time to do so and um now i got a few months before i can really do anything and like kind of getting a little I'm a little older like <laughs> i want i kind of want to give back like so i'm like yeah like the interest is there for me to, to help kids and um you know i've even had a like even a couple faster guys reach out like hey like wanting to help or whatever so i i think that's cool like a, a, an advanced rider coming to me being like hey like can you help me like i that's kind of cool to me like mm-hmm. to have that like somebody want somebody like that want me to help them but um yeah like i I mean, I, I think it's cool. Like, I've had way more people reach out to me than, like, what I anticipated. So, um, it might be, like, a cool thing to do um, 
for a while now, like um, even after racing. I know Stu's really good at it. Um, he's done it for quite a while now and just see the feedback that he gets from it. So, um, yeah, like I feel like a lot more people are going to start doing that for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you, it's crazy because you can think like that uh, here 10, down, 10 years down the road, if you're like full-blown trainer, <laughs> you're going to get kids in there. They're going to be like talking about Stasic, like how I grew up. On, and you're like, oh, I didn't have that when I grew up. <laughs> can you imagine? Because <laughs> like yeah. it's the future. It really is. And we see these kids riding the Stasics and, and the form that they're riding them with, it's just incredible how they're – they're teaching themselves great form on such a like light piece of equipment that they really can't hurt themselves on. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like to see the kids nowadays, like, um, you know, with Jacoby, we've been getting up and going to watch the micro race on Saturday morning. And even like big buck, we got up and went and watched and dude, there are some fast kids. Like it's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty wild to see like the progression and um to see that that's awesome like i think that's really cool and really really good for the sport just because i feel like it maybe five years ago kind of died off a little bit um with the kids and stuff you kind of seen the numbers go down but it seems like in it like the last couple years like the youth racing is is booming like there's there's factories getting into it and you know i know like ktm and husky they they sponsor a couple kids and i feel like there's you know yamaha sponsoring a couple kids now and um you know growing up that's that's where it all started for me i like i was 11 years old and yamaha came to me and was like hey like we we want to groom you like we want to start sponsoring you now to to groom you up to be the next xc1 champion and um, you know, I was with them for quite a while. Like they grew me into a, a pretty well-rounded rider. I won a lot of championships with them. And, you know, I feel like this, the guys now, like the factories are doing that again. So it, that's really cool to see. And that's why I feel like a lot more kids are going to be putting a lot more effort and, um, the parents are going to see like the homeschooling side of it and, you know, the camps and everything. So I feel like it's definitely going to get big. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Hey, Actually, this is probably an extremely important question of the show. Um, are we? Are we? We're not gonna miss turkey season, are we? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I was hoping no, not. Weren't you already is. posting stuff about like trying to get out and do some stuff to get ready for turkey? Uh, yeah, I I put up some. I'm not gonna be very mobile, so I have to be like. <laughs> pretty strategic about this year so no i threw out some cameras and and trying to pattern them like a deer kind of just kind of get an idea where they're gonna be at or um that way i don't have to really try to try to walk that far on crutches but yeah uh, no running a gun in this year though right (laughs) yeah there won't be very much running a gun and so we won't be sitting in the blind though right uh, no okay i didn't didn't think so (laughs) but no i think i think it'll be good um you know, I feel, uh, I think the goal was to walk at 10 weeks and the opening for West Virginia is like eight and a half or nine weeks or something. And the opening for Ohio is 10 weeks. So yeah. I might be running and gunning in Ohio. So we'll see. There we go. There we go. That's why, that's why I like to hear. See, see, uh... I, honestly, like I'm trying to take a couple steps and Maggie was like making fun of me the other night because I have like a really bad limp and I'm like, I almost forget how to walk. Like, right. Like, I don't know. So it's going to be tough to like kind of bounce back. I I definitely lost a lot in my left leg and, um, 
yeah, for sure. It's going to be tough. Badger but I'm going I'm to I'm try to kill some turkeys. <laughs> hey, that's that's what matters, man. And you're you're really good at it anyway, so <laughs> better than I am. Right. I'm just, I, I'm just lucky, man. Just lucky. Yeah. <laughs> In the right place at the right time. <laughs> yeah. No, it should be good. So. Sad's riding around his motorized scooter in the woods, like just chilling. Hey, you can get on one of those quiet cats. That's what you need. I know. That's what I really need, man. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't know because I've, I've sat on my bicycle, like my stationary bicycle a couple times here and pedaled, and it's not very comfortable on my butt cheek right now because uh, I'm still, like, super – like tender around my scar my scars like right on my butt cheek so but those quad cats have a throttle you can just use the thumb uh, throttle i know that'd be nice that'd be really <laughs> nice but that'll like spoil me and then i'll get to a gnc <laughs> get to a gncc and i go to pedal the track and i have to pedal and i'm like oh it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah my my dad got a quiet cat this past winter and uh um he's been mountain biking with me a little bit and i'm on an acoustic so uh yeah it's not quite fair and every time i get on i was like dad gone this thing is like cheating big time. yeah, <laughs> yeah. like when we were, i was at caleb's back in august and his wife's dad had kind of like a similar to a quiet cat and i rode the thing around like oh you the thing went like 28 mile an hour down the yeah. road. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. But it had a, it had a throttle and stuff. And I'm like, man, this would be so nice to pet, like pedal a GNCC on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd, be, it'd be even worse because you could literally do like 10 laps in an hour. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be so bad. Your lap times for uh, your lap times for just looking the track over would be like not far like, off your just, race pace. Yeah, just as fast, dude. Like, <laughs> for sure. My luck, I'd get, I'd get hurt riding it on a freaking Oh, jeez, that'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, but no, it should be good. Yeah. So uh, now I heard you say that you had goals to be – did I hear right that you, you're trying to be back by the end of this year or just be back going to the races? <laughs> no, the goal is to race the last four GCCs. Nice. Okay, good. Um, so that that's the goal. Um, I don't think I'll be riding until July. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, the, the goal is to definitely do the last four. Um, just because, I mean, I don't know. I still have a lot to prove for 2022, and I feel like um, that leaves me with two months, July, August, to, to prepare um, to get back to where I was. And I feel like I shouldn't have any problem getting back there. Just, um, you know, I, we've talked, and I'm going to go – I'm going to go – to North Carolina at Caleb's for the whole summer and just um, really, I guess, bust my ass to like come back and improve a point these last four races and hopefully, um, yeah, get a ride for 2023 because I, I really don't want to be done racing yet. Like, yeah. I, I don't want, I guess I just, I don't want an injury. Like I don't want to go out on an injury. Um, I, I want to put in a like a full force effort to like really um go for the championship and i feel like if i just kind of sat around this year and, and didn't race the last four i'd be kind of upset and um but yeah i just i want to go out these last four races and and try to do the best i can and with what i with what i got and maybe come up with something for 2023 yeah now i know we've we've been rooting for you all, all along while we've had this show and in one thing that because uh, we've had two seasons right brandon where we've done pre-shows yeah. for the for the series yeah. and i've picked you to win the championship both years so i'm not going to do it next year <laughs> because it hasn't quite worked out well for us so we're gonna we're yeah. gonna I, I'll, I'll tamper like 
you know, right. internally I might pick you, but like I'm yeah, not. I would, I, just, I, would just, I would just assume fly under the radar yeah. as the old guy coming in the championship. There we go. So, so you're like that guy for that Michael Parsons. Uh, you see that from the Cowboys? Like I guess he like bought everybody's jersey that got hurt, and he's like, I want to buy a Parsons jersey. Like, the dude got owners like, no, do not buy my yeah. jersey. Like, do not do that. Like, <laughs> please do not buy my yeah. jersey. Yeah. So. No, I. I mean, I, I think it's. I don't think I should have any problem getting back to where I was. So, um, you know, this is just a another speed bump, just getting over it. So, right. I think. I mean, I've been through this before, and I feel like I've bounced back pretty well. So, just um, man, now, do it we're, again. Yeah. We're excited to hear that 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 you're actually, you know, planning on being back by the end of this season. I mean, that's that's a mm-hmm. um, an accomplishment in itself. You know, knowing what you've went through this year. So, so everybody, please stop DMing Dad, saying asking if you're probably retired. That wasn't our fault. I mean, well, so we we had we were on a show one night, and a uh, a listener was like, "Hey, did you uh, see Thad's post?" And, and is he retiring? And so we were like, oh, is he retiring? What? So yeah. then, you know, if the rumor started, it wasn't from us. So we apologize. <laughs> it it like honestly. It like honestly didn't cross my mind, like just to be done. Like I'm right. like, man, do like I want like I don't know. Like even still now, I'm like, man, like do I really want to do this? And then I like get with Jacoby, and he's like, I want like take me to the race. Like mm-hmm. I want to go to the race. Like I want to go race. I'm like, and then the other day it was really like it really hit home. He's like, he told me and Maggie like he he like wants to go GNCC racing. Like mm-hmm. I want to go GNCC racing. I'm like. All right, like we're we're doing this for sure. So, um, yeah, like it retirement like was for sure in the back of my mind. But I like I don't know. I mean, I may be a little older, but honestly, feel pretty like I felt pretty good this year. Like down in Florida, like I felt I didn't feel very, like I felt refreshed. Like I don't know, I just felt good. Like I was having a lot of fun, and um, you know, with him, he like makes it super fun and, and enjoyable and. You're like I'm riding and he's watching and I come in and he's like, Oh daddy, you're like, you're going really fast today. And I'm like, Oh, like that's cool. Like that, that to me, like it's weird because that to me is like the fire that I need to be like, all right, like let's keep doing this. Like, um, that makes, he makes the tough days easy. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Let's put it that way. I don't know about you, but in my experience, I feel like all of us racers have like short-term memory loss because something will happen and you start to be like, oh man, is it really worth it? And then like four or five days later, you're like, all right, you know what? I don't even know why I was thinking that. Let's get ready to race and we're going to be back out there. <laughs> yeah, like I, for sure. Uh, that's me. Like it, it's, that's me a hundred percent. Like it definitely, you know, it's. One day, like, I'm like, man, like, do I want to keep doing this? And then the next day, it's like, oh, like, I, like, it was funny because the other day, we were on our way to my six-week appointment in Morgantown on Monday. And I was asking money, uh, I was asking Maggie, just, just because Snowshoe has been, like, a blessing and a curse for me. Like, I was like, we were trying to figure out how, how many weeks it was till Snowshoe. Because I was like, man, like, I, I would kind of, like, like to race snowshoe like at least race snowshoe mm-hmm. yeah and we we're like adding up and maggie's like were you just like joking about being done i'm like oh, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know right. i don't know well but, one no, thing it's... one thing i want you to do before you retire is you gotta try a motocross race motocross <laughs> national try to try to qual- like try to do one 
Yeah, I, I don't know if that's going to gonna happen, but <laughs> I would I like I think I I was wanting to to try this year, but I I wouldn't mind going to Loretta's and doing like thirty plus. That'd be or, sick, dude. I'm telling yeah. you, like I've watched you ride. I think, I've watched I you ride up here in mid, fun. and you you rip, dude. Like on a moto track, <laughs> you rip. Like, like <sighs> yeah, I, I really think you'd have a pretty good chance for yeah, sure. I don't know. We'll see. I like I don't know. I think <laughs> I'm a little too. Old. I think I'm a little on the older side now, but. Um, <laughs> I would definitely, I would definitely enjoy going to Loretta's and That'd be I sick. think that would, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I think the coolest thing that, you know, that you keep talking about is Jacoby and like that type of fire is just a different type of fire mm-hmm. than when you were even younger. And like, it was all about, you know, uh, you know, cause racers like, you know, it's, it's all about me. I got to get this. I got to go. I got to go. But then when you have like, you know, you're, you're trying to, you know, you have other people like like Jacoby involved in it and and, and your wife and and uh, that's like just a different type of fire. Yeah, like it's I don't know people like for me it's been a game like it's almost been a game changer for me like um, I don't know a lot of people was a lot of people said oh it'll it'll change you it'll it'll you won't like like they almost made it sound like it would change me for the worse. Like I wouldn't have, I would have less time for the dirt bikes or anything, but honestly, like he's, he's helped me like become who I am the last couple of years. And, you know, it's, it's see his face and everything when I'm on the podium and like listening to him play with dirt bikes and saying, Oh, it's out of all the winter and everything. Like that's cool. Like that's, that fires me up. Like it's, it's definitely been a, been a game changer for me. Just, you know, with, with Maggie and him and, you know, we're, we're a pretty close family. Even my mom and dad, like they're when we're at the races, we're all together. Like they've been, I feel like I grew up with beside my dad's, I guess being beside my dad when through his pro career. So, you know, being able to watch Jacoby grow up beside mine, that's even, it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And even like, honestly, being with, even working with Caleb, you know, growing up, me and Caleb was really like, I mean, we were inseparable. We were really good friends growing up and we, we grew up our whole youth years and, um, you know, working with Caleb and, seeing Jacoby and crew like acting just like how me and Caleb was is scary because like <laughs> it's just they're building a whole new generation so that's been kind of cool too is see how Jacoby's got to grow up with other kids in the racing community and everything and I feel like yeah we're we're stuck now we're we're going to be you know Maggie and I are going to be racing racing parents and hmm. um yeah I'm excited for that next chapter for sure that's gonna be a mini parent that's cool. <laughs> I'm not like it's funny because I'm not the mini parent. I just like sit back and watch and like Maggie's yeah. like, m- like Maggie and my dad. They're like full on mini like <laughs> mini parents. Like dad's wanting him to race like already, and I'm like he's three years old, man. He's, we got plenty of time for this. And then we're we were at the moto track the other day, and Maggie's like screaming at him to go faster and go and hit the corner harder. And I'm just like sitting back. I'm like, this is funny. I, 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 I'm enjoying this yeah. just because gr- like growing up, like I my dad like never he never like my parents never pushed me. Like if I wanted to go ride, like I went and rode. I didn't like. I kind of grew up just kind of not really on my own, but I like just rode when I want to, like never really pushed. Like if I wanted to go race, they would take me. And 
it's funny because like we were always like that and then i remember one day um dad was out on the field with me and he was like you need to hit this corner like this and like this and we got we got in this huge feud over like something so small <laughs> and and then like like all bored over and a couple hours later he's like that's why like i never push you and i'm like i understand so i was like i don't know like i don't want to be that guy but it's funny like looking at maggie she's definitely like she's like (laughs) she's the racer mom for sure yeah yeah hey you see a lot of them at the stasic races already so uh uh, last year a guy wanted to fight me and stuff like (laughs) not fight me he didn't, I would say he, he didn't want to fight me, but he got like pissed at me because I was like, ask him to move his kid over just like two inches. That way I could like fit Jacoby in like into the start line. And he's like, Oh, you should have been here five minutes earlier. And I'm like, okay, dude, like it's a, it's a stays at grace. Like, I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? <laughs> like got all mad at me and i'm like all right dude like this is crazy You're, like whatever he already had his rut cleaned out man he already had his no, gate packed and everything that's what he he like legit acted like i was like the burden of the day like, <laughs> okay guy like whatever and i loved it too because jacoby like whole shot his kid and like crashed him in the first turn and everything and i'm like I like put my head down. I'm like, oh my god, this guy's gonna be my ass. <laughs> uh, next thing you know, guys are gonna be pa- you'll be like seeing like three batteries on these bikes. Like, how do you fit those batteries in? They like you know, mod yeah. them out. Twenty four volt system yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hey, Thad, uh, man, we're gonna let you go. We appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Um, um, you know, excited to hear the news about yeah. you coming back later later on this season and. Uh, Hey, man, good luck in turkey season for sure. Yeah, yeah, you too, man. I appreciate it. And, yeah, just um, excited to be on the show. And I know, like, it's always good to kind of help other West Virginians out. So, I, I mean, I enjoy being on the show for sure. Yeah. That's right, man. It. Well, we appreciate it. Hey, maybe maybe one day if you're ever up uh, around the uh, Bridgeport area, we'll have you come in studio. Yeah, show. sure. Heck yeah, man. Uh, all right, man. We'll, we'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, thank you. All right, man. Later. We'll see. Later. That's really good to hear. Yeah, that's awesome news. I I honestly didn't expect him to come back this season. I mean, I kind of expected him to come back. Uh, I mean, he's still got some years left in him. No, not this season. I mean, I I wasn't expecting it this season because I mean that's such a gnarly injury. Right. It really was. Yeah. It is a pretty gnarly injury, but I mean, when you start thinking about the mental aspect of racers in general like your first instinct when you wreck is even if something's hurt you're like all right how long is it going to be until i can get back on the bike yeah right so i don't know i mean i've wrecked before and my first instinct wasn't even like what's wrong with me it's like where's the bike at and is it okay (laughs) that's always my first question like oh how bad did i tear it up like i don't even want to look like yeah like uh one time i I destroyed one of my four-wheelers and i freaking i broke the grab bar off on the back of my helmet tore my shoulder out and I stand up and I'm good for a minute. Adrenaline's still going. And then I saw my bike sitting there and the handlebars are broke off. And then it started setting in that I'd like actually hurt stuff. And uh, like EMS comes over and they're they're trying to do what they're doing. And I'm like, I, I don't need your help. We're good. They were going to cut my jersey off and stuff. And I'm like, no, that costs lots of money. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I'll take this off. <laughs> but, uh, you know, naturally my first instinct was like, oh, man, we got so much stuff to replace. How are we going to replace all this? How long is it going to take me to get back on a bike? Right. And that was just the first thing, like keep pushing to get back to racing. So I, uh, it doesn't surprise me. I think he's going to do well when he comes back from summer break. And I think it's 
probably the best decision not to run snowshoe and give himself that time to right. be able to come back. But either way, yeah. I think it would be pretty cool. Be interesting. Yeah, and uh, uh, I knew he was going to be turkey hunting. That was just a, a loaded question yeah. I had uh-huh. there because I'm, you know, I was I was going to ask him. I was like, <laughs> are you more depressed that you can't do? Tur- I didn't think he was going to go turkey hunting either. He can't walk. I mean, uh, he, he was going to find a way. <laughs> he was going to find a way. He's but, out there. He's like, all right, if I'm in a turkey's perspective, what would I be looking for? And he's like camouflage himself in. <laughs> yeah, I meant to mention. Uh, I've actually been in Parkersburg the last couple of times. Going to two Wednesdays in a row now. I've seen two coyotes cross Route 50, and I, don't, I just really just thought about. It. I was like, I was getting ready to tell Thad, watch out for the coyotes out there. Yeah, yeah. He's probably uh, an expert coyote hunter yeah, too. He probably is. Probably got a couple like stuffed in his garage. Oh, I'm or sure he does. Yeah. I'm sure he does. For sure. And I think it's awesome that the whole family's included like it is. I think, you know, having your family behind you is yeah. a really important thing. And like he was saying, you know, I, I feel like my fiance, my kids hold me more accountable than I do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. By the way, um, Thad Duvall was brought to you by Guts Racing. Thad Duvall was brought to you by Guts Racing. Good plug, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk about Camp Coker real quick, yeah. and we'll just make our picks for the weekend. You're not, are, you're not going to miss this weekend's uh, fantasy, are you? No, I'm going to put them in before I leave. There we go. (laughs) There we go. That's what we like to hear. So, uh, you know, going into this weekend, uh, we got a little bit of a sandy track, got a little bit of a, uh, like, like Devin said. What's the weather? I don't know. Uh, It's supposed to be like perfect. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. What's today? Wednesday, right? Yeah. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. Uh Uh-huh. It's supposed to be windy on Friday and 60-something, and then it's supposed to be like 59 and partly cloudy on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So I think the wind will help dry it out some. And then I think being 59, it might be a little chilly for the fans mm-hmm. compared to what they're used to down south. But I think as far as racing goes, it's, it's been be, chilly down there, hasn't it? It's like been chilly every, everywhere. Everywhere you've been, it's been chilly. Florida was pretty hot. Tiger Run wasn't like super hot, but it wasn't cold either. Uh, Georgia was pretty chilly, but I think 59 is probably like perfect temperature for us to be out there on Run. the bikes racing. Yeah. It's not going to be like over exhausting from heat. And uh, I, I think it's going to be good conditions. And then after we go through, if it is a little bit wet, might even be a little bit better for Sunday for the dirt bike guys because we'll get some of that water out of the way. But Yeah. Some picks. Some picks on those. All right, well, we're doing bikes or quads first. Let's do quads first. Let's go in order. <laughs> in order. order. Yeah. Man. So it's going to come down to – Bryson Neal or Walker Fowler. Is it a two-man race at this point? Do do we see any other winners besides those two? I mean, uh, McClure, Jeremy McClure, and Devin Fehan is Fehan 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 is. I totally uh, forgot to mention I that too. He was on the show it. last he's, week. He's laughing right now. I know he's, he's listening. Watching. Yeah, yeah, so he's, he's laughing right now. <laughs> um, those are the two that I might that might throw the wrench in it. Um, I think. Um, but. The way the other, the way the two front guys are running, my opinion is it's gonna we're gonna be flip flopping a lot, first and second, first and second, um, and I'm gonna go with Walker Fowler for the win this coming up. For uh, what do you think? What about the other two? The other two, I'm gonna go Brayson Neal and Feehan. Okay. I know you had something to say. I'm just I saying can... it's hard to make a choice when what the top eight guys are within mm-hmm. one minute from the first guy to yeah. the last yeah. guy. But I'm going to go a little bit different than him and say that John Blotta Jr. or 
you know, Hunter Hart is going to throw mm-hmm. in that good finish. I mean, he's hunting all around it, so mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time before he figures out how to get back to winning. So yeah, Hunter Hart, this year has been kind of a weird year for him so yeah. far, and I think as soon as he he gets himself in that position mm-hmm. where he's close to the front, then then it's 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 game time, and yeah. and he could definitely take a win. And oh, yeah. in Glada Junior, he he for sure could take a win. I would um you know I would love to see all the parity that we can get in the mm-hmm. sport. Um, um right now though you know it, it it is becoming like a a two race or two horse race, but uh, you know who knows you could see situations where like where like those two guys get to racing each other and somebody else can slip in there oh, and yeah. take a win. But uh, for this week, um you know I know that. Uh, that Walker doesn't like losing two in a row. Right. Um, so it's hard to pick against Walker. And, you know, he won in Florida, um, you know, sand, sandy, a little bit of sandy conditions and mm-hmm. Camp Coker as well. So um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Walker as well. Right. I think Walker wins as well. And Bryson finishes second. And then uh, I'm going to go Glotta third. I'm going to go Glotta for the podium. Be, be good to see Glotta. I, th- I don't think we can count the Gator out completely either. Yeah. I, I mean, He's got the speed to do it, and he hasn't had luck his way really this year. So it could be the race. Mm-hmm. How's he looking at the uh, at the locals? I don't know. That would, that would assume that I was going fast enough to actually see. Him. So I mean, from my perspective, he's doing great. I didn't see much of him on the track. So, uh, so who's your top three this weekend? Uh, so ATVs. I'm going to say Bryson Neal. Walker Fowler and John Glotta Jr. Okay. Yeah. I think that's uh, a solid top three. Hunter Hart is cussing us right now. Oh, yeah, he is. See, you, see, Hunter's like we're, the type of guy like – We're going to feed his fire. We're feeding the fire. So, yeah. Hunter, if you're listening and you're pissed – Use it. Use it. Let's go, man. <laughs> hey, Craig DeLone said that he likes it when people talk crap. It makes him mind better. I know. That's what we've been hearing. That's what we've been hearing. So, so speaking of the bikes, uh, Craig DeLong is somebody that I think is a good pick for a podium this weekend as well. Yeah. <clears throat> you want me to go first again? No, I won't make you go first. We'll make okay. Devin we'll go, go first. Yeah. All right, I got this. <laughs> Jordan Ashburn is going to win. Oh boy. Ben Kelly's second, and Bollinger's going to be back on the podium. Okay. So let me ask you a question: When picking this the way you picked it, are you assuming that Ben Kelly is going to have a situation happen, or do you think that that uh, do you think that he just gets outraced this weekend? I think Ashburn has the speed to run with him as long as he can figure out the beginning of the race. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's been working on it, and I think he's just going to outrace him. So maybe something like keeping him in sight. Because, yeah. you know, that's something we've talked about a lot before, and we talk about a lot on the ATV side where, you know, Walker always liked to get out front and run away from people where they couldn't see him. Right. And, um, you know, maybe if, if Ashburn could keep could keep him in sight, then 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 maybe the 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 game changes a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone, <clears throat> sorry guys, someone's definitely got to throw a toe rip out and figure out Ben Kelly right now because he is just running away with it, and it's really not making it very interesting for us fans. <laughs> it's, it, no, it's not. It's not. And with people like you know, like Thad out, um, <clears throat> it's it's made it to where the parody is a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, you know, for our fantasy game, it, it creates a lot of people to be able to sneak into that top 20 right. and score some high points. But for the actual racing, it, it's made it to where it's a little bit stretched out. Um, I'm, I'm picking Ben Kelly. I'm going to pick Ben Kelly in, until Ben Kelly doesn't win. Um, uh, I think Ben Kelly wins. I think Ashburn finishes second. And I'm going to go Craig DeLong in third. Oh, there you go. 
I mean, I mean, that's a good, that's a good thing. I mean, Craig's he, <clears throat> he didn't finish on the podium this past weekend, but he did the weekend before, yeah. uh, and I believe that was his second straight when he did the weekend before. So, yeah. um, you know, he's got the speed. Um, uh, I've really liked what I've seen from him this year so far. Um, I was really pumped to see Bollinger get his first overall podium this yeah. weekend. Um, but uh, you know, in those two, those two seem to be together a lot. So it, it could be a toss up between Bollinger and uh, yeah. uh, um, so for for the last overall podium. I really wish Josh Strang was back to riding because I'd be I'd definitely be putting him. Is he not? No, riding he, at all? No, no, no. He's he's still got the cast on. That's not completely true. He was riding a four-wheeler. Utility four-wheeler. Yes. I don't know if you've seen it And he not. was getting it pretty good with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I really – because he would be a really big good one here. And uh, um, But it's hard not to go Ben Kelly. Dude's yeah. been Dude's been killing it. Um, so I'm going to go Ben Kelly, Ashburn, and, man, who would be – I'm going to have to go Craig DeLong. Um, those guys are just – on a different level, be cool to see Trevor Bollinger get back up there. But I don't know if anyone else um, can do it. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could say there might be a couple of XC two guys yeah. that could be capable of doing it. Yeah, Mike Mike w- Wikowski Wikowski could could definitely do and it. Snodgrass could do it as well. Has been bringing it on, bringing the heat. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, Barbosa was looking pretty yeah. good too. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. Man, I never thought about that. One of those guys could sneak up there on the overall podium. It, I think, I think, I think Wudkowski is is pretty ticked about what happened last weekend. Mm-hmm. And remember when we were talking to him about finishing sixth overall? I believe it was before before he came on the show here. Right. Um, he he wasn't happy with that, and I think that you know his bad weekend this past race could light that fire in him to to propel him to potential overall a uh, podium position right he had a did he didn't he crash did he crash or something yeah he, he had, went he had a crash here. yeah and he fought his way back to where he was so um he's definitely got the speed and he's definitely ready uh, i don't i don't i would not count him out for a podium yeah for sure so brandon what Am I taking this out already? Oh, wait. You know, you know what we need to do? We look at the final <clears throat> poll. Oh, the final poll. Final poll is going up. Ah, oh, man. You only, I thought we were going to forget about it, and then I could just get out of it. Ah, 57%. 50, 57% say that uh, you should be racing the Stalker bike this weekend. Do we have a number on how many votes that actually was? Uh, that was 223 votes. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So... You know what? <laughs> I say I say run the national bike and just ride it more. You you need to get the national bike and go and do a local a couple of locals on it. Get your fill yourself out. Keep that going. actually would that's actually not a bad idea. <clears throat> yeah. What do you think about that? Running and I know you hate to put hours on on the race on bike. the race bike, but but to sometimes you gotta break it in. A you gotta bit. break it in. Get used to it. Get the right setting. I was actually going to run it over the weekend. Uh, but we had to do a little bit of motor work to it. Uh, timing chain ended up stretching on us. The motor only has like six hours on it, and everything has been completely gone through and redone, and it has like six hours on it, and we just happened to have a timing chain stretch. Um, we're not sure what caused it. I know a lot of people have been saying that the quality of the parts they're getting nowadays aren't as good, and maybe it's just something to do with that, but uh, we got the parts. We're putting it back together. It'll actually be finished tonight, and... Uh, I'll be able to pick that up at some point. 
Um, and then, like I said earlier, Micah is super awesome. So custom axes, shocks, that's the way to go if you're going to be on ATVs. And he's going to work with me until we get it fixed and figured out and where I'm comfortable on the bike. So yeah. it's uh, – I don't know. It's a double-edged sword. It's like, oh man, I got all that money in that bike to yeah. be running at the nationals. Yeah. Every time I don't run it, it makes me mad. Oh yeah. But uh, you know, the results have been speaking for themselves on the stalker because I got my only top five this year at the nationals on it, and then I went and got two second overalls at the locals or three second overalls mm-hmm. at the uh, locals, and then two of them being back to back over the weekend. So it's uh, I don't know. The poll is in, and uh, <laughs> there was quite a bit of people to uh, vote on that and say that I should ride the Stalkers. So <laughs> I say run the national bike. You paid the money for it. I say I and, agree with Brandon. I say run the national bike, but I also say run the national bike a little bit at some at maybe the, not maybe not every local that you do, but some locals just some to locals. just to get your feels for underneath of it. Yeah, I definitely only want to run it at the ones that I know is not going to completely destroy. So not Marvin's yeah. Mountaintop this past weekend. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. Not. not that one. Yeah, not that one. Oh shoot, that's awesome. Brandon, you gonna take us out? Oh man, is that time hey, already? Hey, before we do, man, episode seventy-one, right? Yeah, seventy-one. Yep. We've been doing this thing for fifteen months, and we're already on episode seventy-one. And I've listened to all seventy-one episodes. We appreciate yeah. that. That's why you're in studio. That's why you're in studio. <laughs> no, that is the sole reason. No, you're, you're an awesome guest host, man. We oh, man. always appreciate having you yeah. in here and taking the time to come. Uh, we got, we're going to get you a t-shirt before you leave. Don't yeah. forget about that. Yeah. And some stickers. Maybe we can get it on the podium. <laughs> there we go. Nice. We'll, we'll, we'll take that. I, I put it on the podium. Yeah. That's Brandon true. put it on the podium. That's right. That is true. Maybe I could be the next Tuesday toolbox with it. Too. There you go. That'd, that, be good. that'd be awesome. That'd be good. That'd be awesome. But, uh, so, speaking of pro, like very awesome products, very good quality. Let's go. Here we go, guys. If if you want great quality parts, you guys need to be running guts. Okay, mm-hmm. gut seat covers. Those things last forever. Awesome traction. Awesome on your bike. And just just plain awesome. Play an awesome company. So they're, they'll they'll treat you good over there. Uh, hook them up. Custom seats too, man. Like if you if you guys need a custom build, go check them out. Um, Seal savers. Guys, they're awesome. Uh, Mason over there is awesome. Um, like I said, don't always think about your bike. Think about your hands. I mean, I ran some thumb thumb savers this weekend. Awesome. Thumbs thumbs <clears throat> nice. Good to go. Yeah. See those hands. Hey, look at those pants. Look at the palms. Man, you need some palm savers. I should I, I should have brought you some palm savers. So I tried on a set <clears throat> and uh, I I think I need to get used to them. But they're, I would like to they try. They fit a little bit on your like they they they're a little bit. But once you get riding, you're good. All right. So, anyways, anything you're riding, protect this suspension. I mean, we paid a lot of money, right? We paid a lot of money for suspension. Absolutely. Protect it. All right? Use it. 25%. 25% off. Yeah. Use the Splitline split discount code. Okay. Capital S. Capital Do S. Splitline. Splitline. <clears throat> All right. And then loose. I am. Nah, my voice. I'm sorry about my voice, guys. <laughs> got a little whatever is going on. Um, Sunstar changing sprockets. If you guys are looking for the best sprockets around, that's one you got to hit. All right, because obviously they're they're made by Case Harden Steel. Yeah, right. Tough stuff. Tough stuff. Don't ask Rodney though. Right. Don't ask me. Don't ask I'll, him. I'll, I'll fumble it. He'll fumble it up. <laughs> you got to ride. You got to ride before you can even use them. So yeah. hey, I use them. I use them. I ride. I mean, I race, but I ride. He he doesn't race, but he rides. I'm gonna I'm gonna so bring, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my Mountain State Championship trophy up here and just set uh, it right here. You want me to bring on my uh, full gas sprint? Plaques and stick them right here in front. No, pl- plaques oh, don't oh, count. Oh, no, just oh, championship plaques. Oh. Well, I mean, you get I got, that, I got them you too. get that chip. 
I got them too. Yeah, we got some old pyramid chips. Old pyramid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I didn't those. mean to interrupt you. Go yeah, ahead. Always interrupting me. And guys, you have some vibration in your bars. You guys want a little cushion? Hit up XC Gear, guys. It's the best thing ever. It really is. You know, and they don't even do just they don't even do just handlebars. You can get some foot pegs, anti-vibe foot pegs and stuff. Yep. Hook them up. Handlebars for the mountain bike. Right. And once you get all that on your bike, go try it out at Mountain State Hair Scrambles. That's right. Awesome series in West Virginia. Check it out. If you're around, hit them up and uh, go race, go ride. You know, I guess you can be a soul rider like Rodney. Soul riding. <laughs> Next thing Take you know, he's going to have a... I got uh, to get you out in the woods and get you in some shape for the woods. I know. I need some I need some help in the woods. I got, I got a quad you can come chase around uh, on your bike. On my bike? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I mean, you got, you got to get better in the woods somehow, Pretty soon you're right? going to have a mullet to go with that soul ride. And you know what you need to do? You need to grow up. What what is this little uh what are those little things called? Soul patch. Little soul patch. <laughs> some surf, some surfer shorts and stuff. Brian's awesome. getting way loose here. Oh uh, shoot. Hey, uh wanna thank all of you listeners. Yeah. Appreciate you watching the show. Appreciate you listening to the show. If you're listening to it yeah. on uh Spotify. Spotify, if you're watching it later, uh we appreciate Toby Hughes, Dusty Gaze, uh Abby Herron, uh who else? Doug Kirk, all you guys that are commenting. Definitely appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening to all these shows. Yeah, bring both. Yeah, she said bring both bikes and see what the track looks like. There you go. You never see, know. That's, a, that's as easy as it gets, right? That's right. Just like, yeah, you know, dust it out. You just stand them on the end in that truck. Yeah, we'll turn them sideways or something. There we yeah. go. There we go. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, guys. Episode 71. Out. Peace. What is this music? We got to get somebody to let us get some music that's like not free. Right. That we can use because this stuff stinks. This is what Devin gets down to right before race day. Right before he goes on the line. You ever see Devin sit on the line like this? Like, I'm just over there in my own little world with headphones. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Later, guys. See you next week.